Roughnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, July 19, 2022, and this is episode number 500 and what? Barry on deck. Welcome to the program. I'm having a problem here with my system. My system's acting up. That's how you always know old people don't know shit about computers. They call it the system. Um, I've always swore by that fact, having been in IT forever in a day. You could always tell when old people didn't know shit. They'd be like, hey, can you look at my system? My dad will do that. He'd be like, son, would you check out my system? I'm like, I don't know what system you're talking about. He's like, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's all acted up. I need to back it up. But I don't... I don't want to be, see your backed up system, Pops. That's disgusting. Uh, welcome to the program. So, uh, let's do this. I got I got the fan on, so if you're hearing static in the background, I apologize. Uh, for some weird, strange, odd reason, I can't add slides uh, to, to, to my, my VMix. I don't know what's happened here. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I'm trying to figure it out as we go. And, uh, hopefully that happens. I don't know if it will now. Um, but I'm going to try. So, uh, anyways, welcome to the program. Let's see here. Yeah, it's all jacked up. It's all, it's all jacked up. Uh, let's get to the chat. Let's just start it out the way we should. By the way, thank you again for an amazing stream yesterday. That was way too much fun. I appreciated it. Thank you guys for coming in and hanging out and uh, doing the damn thing with me. It was good to be back. And it was good to have you guys back in the mix as well. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, hold on. Let me boop. And boop. And boop. And uh, boop. Okay. So, I only need to fix one. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, and I fixed it. There you go. See, that was easy. I'm a professional, folks. You guys are like, what the fuck is he talking about? You don't worry about it, okay? This is just a little behind-the-scenes shit that's not happening the way it's supposed to. Uh, all right, we got a lot to talk about. Home Run Derby last night. Nailed it. <laughs> nope, not even close. Everything I said would happen, the opposite happened. So don't listen to me because I don't know shit. Uh, program today, what are we going to be talking about? We're talking about the uh, Home Run Derby. I have many, many thoughts on the very important home run derby. We'll talk a little uh, Major League All-Star game. Hold on, let me... What the fuck is happening here? Oh, did I just do manual focus? I didn't want that. Shit! Okay, I think I just screwed up my whole camera system. Oh, my system's acting up now. All right, it's whatevs. Hey, um, let's do the chat because we've got... Let's see, here's the rundown for today. Headlines. Um, b- b- basketball... 
I didn't even get that slide done. Lots of football talk today. Lots of baseball talk today. Um, and some other stuff. Lots of non-sports. By the way, it felt so good. Uh, we're going to do it again. Y'all want to go three hours with me today? Why the hell not, right? Why the hell not? We're going to go three hours again today. Uh, so let's do that. Let's start off with the chat, though. We always start the show off by saying hello to the chat. And the first person I saw in early today was uh, Lil Uzi. Steven, the weather guy, was first in the chat. And he said, uh, howdy ho, deckheads. Potch was second. And um, Terrence was third. There you go. The rest of the chat shapes up like this. My sweet, sweet Donna is back. Hello, Donna. Good to see you. She said, happy Tuesday. John Dory is here. Crystal, new phone. Who this? What? Crystal's in early. That's dope. Aaron J. Bryan got in early. I like to see that. Dandy Dan is here. What's up, Dan? Dan is now a taken man, ladies. I, uh, well, at least I guess. I don't know. Maybe they broke up by now. But uh, yeah. And good luck on the uh, the job, uh, homie. Uriel Villanueva. Jeff Bell is here. Mr. Bronco himself. Sandoval in H-Town. What's up, family? Uh, who else? Jared Taylor. Heartthrob. Rudy Rod. Sanitize. Wash hands. Social. This is back to fuck up. Message of the year. Century. FJ is here. What's up? Alex Villanueva. Alan Denson. Uh, here for you to hate, which is Jesus. Total Dallas. What's up, dude? Uh, Lil Uzi, Christopher Reyes, Mr. 1%. Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch, you. Uh, DJ Maddie is here. What's up, DJ Maddie? Terrence, hello, how are you, my friend? I hope well. Uh, Cisco, what's up, dude? Who else? CC, I missed y'all since yesterday. Missed you too, Wubo. Uh, who else is here? Philip Bernard, Walt, my guy Walt. What's up, dude? Hey, Chapo, thank you for the host, buddy. I uh, definitely appreciate that. All hosts are uh, very much appreciated and help. Uh, Cisco, what's up, dog? Who else? Uh, Chapo, I got... I think that's it. Oh, uh, Dijin John, your hair looks fabulous today, Barry. Actually, it doesn't. Let me, let's talk... Can we talk about the haircut for a second? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up, Degenerate John. What's up, Crystal Reyes? Thank you for hosting as well. And D-Mata and Nightbot, raggedy bitch. Terrence Cartwright, what's up, homie? Mimi, what's up, Meesters? Uh, One Deep is back. Love to see that. And I think I got everybody. Now, let's talk about the haircut. So, do you notice, like, I can't really see, but you see, like, there's, like, a line right here. And then there's, like, more hair here. And then, like, there's, it's, like, more hair here than here. It's like uh, it's like in that that uh part of the movie in um, what was it called? Uh, Tommy Boy. When he's like, not so much here, but more like right here. Like, this is what happens. Let me take my headphones off for a second. Let me just tell you guys. You can see there's like dark patches. Okay, so when you see the dark patches, folks, when you see the dark patches, those are that's longer hair than the rest of the hair. And what that means is, uh, Cisco, thank you for hosting, buddy. What happened to your face? <laughs> I did that to my wife the other day. And she was like, oh, man. See, I don't know what she said. She said something about her, her face. It was, I was like, well, does your face hurt? She was like, no. I was like, it's killing me. <laughs> and then we didn't talk for a while. Um, well, I was trying to be nice, Barry. Do you want me to tell you that it looks like shit? Yeah. I mean, look. No, I appreciate the compliment. I do. I appreciate the, the kind words. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this was one of my vacation stories that we needed to talk about. Um, because let me tell you, um, 
there's no better haircut for a guy with hair like mine than going to a black barbershop. It's just the best. You just, it's just, I can't even tell you. It's, uh, it's amazing. You, you leave feeling good, looking good. Um, and then there's what happened to me in v- Vernal, Utah. Um, was it Vernal or was it Moab? No, Moab. Moab, Utah. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. If you have a haircut like this, don't go to a white woman in Utah. She did no edge up, as you can see. I should have done it myself. Um, she left big patches. She was just fucking pow, 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 pow. It was terrible. And and this was this was me having her fix it. I was like, ma'am, you missed a big spot like right up front here, and you missed some. And then and she was like, Oh my bad. Bap, 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 bap. Get out. But this is what you get for $17. You get you get see this 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 isn't right. This is just a that's not a fade, lady. What do you that's a reverse fade? It's like sure, that's the fuck you doing, white lady in Utah? What are you doing? It's very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, and I, she said, uh, Stephen, the weather guy said, why are you getting a haircut uh, on vacation? Well, because I didn't get it cut before I left for vacation and it was so thick. And um, yeah, I didn't like it. So <laughs> Chapo with the flat line, <gasps> flat line. I forget which one that was. Hold on. I got to put my hair. There you go. That's my haircut right there. Uh, flat line. Yeah, that was my haircut for sure. There's a lot of, is there echo in here? Is it just me? I feel like there's a ton of echo. I could be wrong. I could be, uh, I could be wrong, but I feel like there is. Um, no, I did it because my hair was super long and thick and hot and it was 102 degrees in the Moab desert and I wanted to get a haircut. Okay. This is a big deal. My barber was out and before I left and there you go. So I went to a white lady in Moab, Utah and paid $17 plus tip for you know, whatever. Uh, that sucked. But I did find out that um, she loves pizza. That's what we talked about. I'm used to barbershop talk. You know what I mean? I, I'm used to sitting around debating sports activities uh, with African-American men and women in the barbershop. That's what I'm used to. I'm not needs to be louder. Does it really? How about that, Don? Is that better? All right. I turned it up a little bit. Cranked it up a little bit. Now, you know, you, you know, when I scream, you're going to hate it now, Donna, but I got it cranked up. Thank you, sweetie, for the feedback. I don't know why it's gotten so low, uh, but it's what else. Is that better? Is that better, Donna? Let me know. Um, but I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to, you know, having interesting conversations. Instead, we talked about her cravings for pizza and uh, grilled cheese. Is it the shoes? Pork, Money's pork. Gotta be the shoes. Shoes, Dang, shoes, shoes. The shoe check. The shoe is not the shoes. Was that too loud? I don't know. Um. Oh, the flat line needs to be louder. I thought you were talking about me. Got it. Flat line. How's that? Is that better? Flat line. But that's gonna make this super loud. See? See, that's that's super loud. Uh by the way, yeah, shout out to everybody on Podbean. Uh hey, Philomena Fosue. What's up? guy or girl how are you thanks for being here philomena 
This is a live show on Twitch if you want to hop on over. Otherwise, you can listen live right there. And uh, what's up to Truck Driver Pookie? Escrow 99, Titan Hugo, John Dory. There you go. Those are everybody hanging out with us right now on the Pod Beans. What's up, everybody? Again, this is a live stream uh, show on Twitch. I don't really check that chat, but it's there for you to listen to. So there you go. Um, anyways, this white woman fucked my hair up and I just dealt with it. I ended up buying a hat. I just ended up buying a hat to wear. So this white woman would leave me alone uh, and not haunt my dreams. So Potch, Potch wants a shoe check. I'm just rocking the, you know, plain old Navy t-shirt, nothing special. So I went with the, uh, the Navy and white Air Force Ones, uh, you know, the go-tos. These are, uh, these are goaded shoes, right? I mean, any pair of Air Force Ones you have just about are going to be dope. These are mine. My favorite color is Navy blue. So of course I had to get some Navy and white. I do like the gold uh air air force one or the the gold i'm sorry i'm saying air force ones uh jays uh jordan ones i do like the gold on it though that's that's pretty dope sorry i don't know why i was saying air force ones that was wrong thank you thank you chapo thank you thank you barry you should have asked how she felt about dw4 her response who's that that's true that's probably true um okay what did I miss? I saw something about FJ. Yeah, I know. I know, Perry. I fucked it up. I didn't mean Air Force Ones. They're Jordan Ones. Okay. Don't don't pull my uh don't pull my man card on that. All right. Um make me a VIP, FJ. Let's go. Look at FJ. Get I don't know why it didn't sound off. I need to make a sounder for that. Well done, FJ. I'm going to do that right now. Family, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to copy this. Hold on. God bless. There we go. Control C. We go to community. Roles manager. And then we add new and we paste that name and we pick FJ Jimenez 504 boy. And we make him a VIP. I've got 60 total slots. So we've got 16 VIPs right now. Save and done. There you go. Here's our VIPs. Uh, 713 Hooligan, Alan Denson, PP Dubs, Dmata, FJ, Philip Bernard, Heartthrob, uh, Jared Taylor, Jeff Bell, Joel Hernandez, Joe Pro, Mark G. Haven't seen Mark in a while. Rev House, Stephen the Weather Guy, The Real J Monkey, Uriel Villanueva, and William Resendez. Those are all of our channel VIPs. And don't forget, you'll be getting a new koozie and sticker in the mail because you are a VIP member of this fine channel. Um, hey, Tawaya Theodore, what's up? Tawaya Theodore, thank you for joining us on Podbean. This is a live show on Twitch. I just run the audio over there for you guys to listen to. It's sports talk and shenanigans, okay? Uh, so that's what we do. But welcome to the program. Hang out for a second. Say hi, Tawaya Theodora. Nice to meet you. Uh, all right. Let's start the show. Let's do some sports headlines, shall we? Come on. Chapel said 50, 52 more thousand and I'll be there. Oh, that's all? Good for you. Uh, you should create a whole ceremony for the B VIP inductions. Well, what what would you have me do, Potch? I mean, let's talk about it for a second. What would you have me do? What kind of ceremony? They send me like a picture and I, I christen it like a knight. What would uh what do you want me to do? Why don't I uh, I mean I'll do it. I'll do it. 
You just got to tell me what kind of ceremony it is. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Perry. So he said they're still fire though. Uh, good job. American ladies of soccer. Yeah. Yeah. The good soccer team. U S women's national team, uh, won the CONCACAF title. And, uh, because of that, they have earned a spot in the 2024 Olympic games. I just wonder why this looks so light. Uh, there we go. Much better. Much better, Labanac. Everything looks so small for a second. I'm used to that, though. Oh, see there. Look. Whoa, hold on, Pally. All right. Oh, that's not going to work at all. I got to get my shit together, folks. I got to fix that. Uh, is anyone going to Copa de Lone Star tomorrow? Don't even know what that is. Don't don't even know what that is. Uh, why aren't the things firing off? Joel Hernandez uh, did go get a cat and it, and it didn't fire off. What is happening? And we're doing soccer talk. All right, I'll go get Oliver. Uh, give me just a second, Joel, and I'll take care of that. Uh, let's do these sports headlines, though. Seriously, U.S. Women's National Team does it again. Uh, they are in the 2024 Olympics, won the CONCACAF title. Ladies are bad now. These ladies are bad. Uh, and it continues. UCLA offensive lineman Thomas Cole has retired from football. And um, sadly, he had attempted suicide. And he said that the pressure and the life of football was too much mentally and physically for him, specifically mentally, and uh, put him in a bad place. He, uh, he has since his suicide attempt um, has gotten counseling and um, has gotten therapy and has made some changes in his life. And he is a lot better. And he said he has, uh, he appreciates the help that he's gotten and that um, he hopes that people going through something similar understand that there is uh, alternatives out there besides um, suicide. And so he wanted to come out publicly and, and talk about it and, and, and good for him as he should. So that was uh, Thomas Cole uh, will no longer be playing football, but you know, there are, there are way more important things than college football. Serge Ibaka is returning to the Milwaukee Bucks, signed a new deal. The terms were not released, but what is Serge, like 39 now, it feels like? Probably, what, mid-30s? Uh, what is Serge Ibaka's age? I want to say mid-30s, 34-ish. He is 32. Okay. So, again, no no terms of the deal, at least that I saw. Maybe you guys did. Serge Ibaka back with the Bucks. Man, he looks a lot older than 32, in my opinion. But, there, yeah, Serge Ibaka, 32. Nick Saban. Chapo said 36. See, that's what I thought. He's 32. Nick Saban, of all people, is saying that these mega conferences are going to create a caste system. Ibaka's not 84. That might be his number. Um, but these mega conferences are going to create a caste system in college football. And then it's a bit of a gamble as to what's going to happen. He said, look, you know, I, I, Alabama is a have. We are a have team. Like, there's the haves and the have-nots. Alabama's a have. Obviously, we're going to benefit from a caste system. The have-nots, and he didn't list any names specifically, but the have-nots, you know, the U of H's of the world. Uh, the, I don't know, Texas Techs and the, uh, you, you, you know, you know who I'm talking about, but those are the ones that are going to struggle in these, without these mega conferences or in these mega conferences. And well, maybe not even U of H cause they'll be in the big 12, 
But um, it was interesting to see and hear uh, Nick Saban, of all people, talk about it. I'm glad that he recognized it. Let's be real, folks. College football has been a caste system for a very long time now. When they went to the Power Five, what do you think that they did? They just created a bigger caste system than what would happen with super conferences. That's it. So while I understand, recognize, and actually appreciate Nick Saban's words, Nick Saban's words, and concern for the state of college football going forward with these mega conferences, it's kind of always been that. Let's be real. Once the Power Five took over, there was, they even had like the, the, the bowl, right? What is it? FBS. And then the power five. And that was the cast system. And it's kind of always been like that. What I love, what I love is that there's one, there's one guy, literally one guy out there bucking the system and telling all the big power five conferences and the mega conferences and and everybody else to suck it. Anybody want to guess who that guy is? And it's going to surprise you. Oh, it was the BCS. Yeah. Uh, it's going to surprise you. But there's one guy that's telling everyone to suck it. And I'm here for it. Not Notre Dame. Not Notre Dame. Death to all the have-nots. Let's go, Buck. Shut up, Sean. Big 12 should get the Pac-12 scraps. Uh, hey, look. We say Mark G's name and he shows up. What's up, Mark? We were just talking about you, buddy. Uh, PJ Pancho Villa said Saban's crying is getting tiresome, but he's not really crying. He's just commenting on mega conferences. I'm sure he was asked about that at a press conference. And, uh, you know, he just had his opinion. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think that I, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with him. It is going to separate the haves and the have nots, but what else? Oh, of course. Good. Thanks. Nick sure has been doing a lot of whining lately. You guys got to understand. I don't think Nick Saban just goes to the media to whine. They're asking him these questions. Okay. So just so we're clear they're they're asking he's, and he's answering. Uh, what's up, Keith Sager. You're never late. If you're here, buddy, uh, I've been lurking a lot. Haven't felt much like talking lately, dude. I get that Mark. And look, anytime you need to reach out, you absolutely do that myself and all the deckheads here. We got your back homie, uh, for sure. Uh, Cece said, Nick is fine. Leave him alone. Oh, but does anyone want to guess who's kind of bucking this trend of super conferences and mega conferences and power fives and big time programs? Come on, chat. Nick, take a guess. Take a guess. What's the delay on here? What is the delay? I need to know how long the delay is. So I know how long to wait for an answer. I'm not a Saban super fan, but you can't deny his legs. Oh, for sure, Chapo, 100%. Let's do this. I'm going to count to 10. Um, and when I want you guys to count with me. No, how do, how do you test the delay here? Uh, maybe I just go, when I clap, I'll count. And then when you guys uh, type a... Put, put, All right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to clap. And when you hear the clap, I want you to put the number one in the chat. We're going to see how long this takes. Are you ready? I'm just trying to figure out what the delay is here. Here you go. Three, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 
Okay, so about nine seconds. Fuck me. That's a long time. That is a long time. Not Lincoln Riley. Good guess, though, chat. Not Lincoln Riley. This is hard. It is hard, Chapo. I can't figure. I couldn't figure out, like, how to do a delay. Only thing I could do is, like, put up a timer and then watch. Right? I guess I could do that myself. I don't know. I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, Chapo? I don't get to set up the delay potch. That's not a thing. I have it on uh, as fast as possible, as little a delay as possible. Um. Okay, I'm going to clap one. What Sandoval? Nope, that's not. That's not it. Pizza Pachavia, uh, checking good on checking good on my end today. Okay, I'm always about five to eight seconds delay on mobile. All right. Well, that's not bad. Nine seconds is, I guess, not terrible. The guy that's bucking the trend, chat. Of these Power 5 conferences and basically giving them the eh. My guy, your guy, everyone's favorite guy, Deion Sanders. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Stephen Luther said the volume seems a bit low. I, uh, I've been trying to pump it up. I don't know what's happening here, Stephen. This shit has got all wonky. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I I couldn't tell you to be honest with you. I'm cr- I got shit cranked up to fifty. Deion Sanders is bucking the trend of Power Five conferences. Yeah, thank you, Chat. Uh, acknowledging my genius in sports talk. Chapo said I'm right. Ivan said I didn't even think of that. Uh, well, here's what Dion's doing. One, he's bringing swag. Right, Nick Saban brings zero swag. A lot of these coaches have zero ability to relate to their players. Not that it's hindering their abilities to recruit. But when you got an old stuffy white dude at a non-Power 5 conference, it's going to be harder for him to get the top-tier flashy guys. Unless you're a former NFL star, megastar, superstar, Hall of Famer, well-respected, and can still relate to the youngsters. Can still not. I wouldn't say get down on their level because I think that's degrading what these grown ass men are. But Dion still got it. You know what I mean? Like Dion still has swag. He still has. He's got the pedigree. He's got the connections. He's got the temperament. I mean, bro, they were showing video of Dion on the sidelines coaching, and he had a visor on upside down and backwards. What other coaches doing that? Lane Kiffin rocks a visor, but he rocks it like a golfer. But Dion's got it on and backwards, right? He's got a gold whistle. He's got a diamond encrusted whistle. Young kids today look at Dion and say, Dion is still Dion. And I want to play for that dude. And that dude could probably help me get to the NFL. He's got a coaching staff full of former NFL players. He just, I mean, we show, I, I showed you guys the video of their new locker room, right? And the thing that impressed me that kind of won me over, y'all know I was kind of a Dion hater for a while. I really was. I was kind of a Deion Sanders hater. I just, the flash I felt like was too much. I felt it. he was always me, 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 me. And then I realized by watching this, he's not. He's just flashy. And that's okay to do that as long as it's not backed up by nothing but ego. But Dion got a new locker room and the kids walked in and when he showed them the locker room, they were like, coach, you did this for us. You did this. He goes, no, 
we did this. Mm, that was dope. And I really appreciated that little bitty moment where he said that. And it, it's to me, that one little turn of phrase spoke volumes really about what the kind of guy that Dion is. So yes, Dion is bucking the trend of, of the big um, mega conferences and power five conferences. And he's going to be able to recruit. And he already got a blue chip five-star recruit that left another school and everybody was pissed about it. And he's like, sorry, people want to play for me, fam. And now that we can pay, you know he's getting his guys to step up and, hey, let's get these kids some jobs. Let's get them to want to play here. Uh, Dion's swaggiest coach of this decade. Oh, 100%. The only one that would come close, Chapo, the only one that would come close was when you had, um, oh, I can't think of his name uh, at A&M. Damn it. He had the swag copter. Blackhead coach. Why can't I think of the name? U of H to A&M. Came from OU. Sumlin, thank you, Potch. Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin had swag for a while. He had the swag copter. He would go to high school games in his in the A&M helicopter. Like, that's flash, but that was dope. Um... Some people flash better than others. True. This sucks ass. It's like watching a dub Chinese movie. Your mouth and audio is not in sync. Demata, close it down and reopen it. Try that, buddy. Saban needs to impress us at the pro level. Doubt he can. I mean, that's, but not everybody's going to be a good pro level coach. Chapo said that's on your end, Demata. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Kelly at LSU about to put his visor like Dion. <laughs> You know, he probably would do that, Alex. He started talking with a Southern drawing like, hey, y'all, my name is Chip Kelly. I'm out here in Louisiana. Shoo-wee. He's just fucking shooting Tony Satchery, just sniffing it, just like snorting it like Coke. He's just like puts a bump of Tony Satchery's in a long pinky nose like, yeah, buddy. Hoo-wow. Yeah. Chip Kelly is something else. Right, he's got like a little, you know how they used to have those vials of coke around their necklaces and just on the sidelines, but it's just Tony Saturies and just fucking eating cayenne peppers. Ah, show we! I don't know what they say in Notre Dame. From Notre Dame to the South of Fame. That's funny. Well done, Chapo. Uh, now he's coaching in the XFL. Who? Oh, someone? Yeah, no one cares anymore. Rabel said someone was an ass. Was he really? That kind of hurts my feelings. By the way, what's up, Aaron? You can give him 10 years of recruiting and he still won't build a team at uh, Jackson State that can compete for top 15. Here's the thing. Um, Competing at a top 15 doesn't necessarily mean it's a successful program. If you can steal blue chip players away from these mega conferences, that's a success in and of itself. Name me one other school. Name me one other program in the HBCU uh, community or the, you know, what division two football. Sam Houston's never snagging five-star blue chip recruits from power five conferences. Fuck. Even the, what was the, what's the one North Dakota, North Dakota and Sam Houston seem to always like wreck shop on and win the championships in the, the division two. They weren't doing that. 
Uh, Aaron said they don't plan parades and hand out trophies for recruiting blue chip guys, though. You know that, Barry. Uh, what? What? Did you not see Dion? Every time Dion shows up, there's a fucking parade. Here's the thing. Here's what you got to understand, Aaron. I mean, I do agree with you. Jackson State's never going to be playing in a BCS bowl game. Okay, we get that. But, but, when you, when you start to recruit at the same level of those guys and you're bringing in, four and five star recruits that are deciding to play with you instead of going to these other mega conference schools. And now I'm not saying Bama and Clemson and Georgia and shit like that. We're talking about all of those mega five uh, mega conferences, right? Don't forget there's other schools in these mega conferences that are eh. like a a four-star recruit that might go to Kentucky that chooses to go to Jackson state instead. Dude, that's a big win. That's a big win. So, no, I'm not dumb. I I know that these guys are never going to win a national title. But what he's doing, I mean, look, he's got people up in arms. They're they're pissed that Dion's out recruiting half of them for some of these guys, especially corners and secondary players. Make no mistake. These guys look at Dion and think, I hate this. I hate this. Aaron says, so does Tom Herman deserve a parade and to be treated like a champion for life because he got Ed Oliver to pass up all the top schools at a five-star recruit and choose U of H? No, he doesn't. You're missing the point entirely, Aaron. Entirely. The point isn't that Dion is going to shake up the world in the, the realm of the college football schedule. He's always going to be playing other HBCUs. And I bet you, I'll bet you, Dion, once he gets his recruits in, he's going to start scheduling power five schools. He's going to start scheduling upper echelon schools. And he's going to win some of those games. And it's going to fuck with people. Does that mean he's going to go play? No, it's just that's not how this works. I get that. I understand that. That's that cast system that Saban was talking about. That's that, oh, I'm sorry, you can't play with us big boys because not every recruit you have is three and above. But the fact that U of H, you can't even compare U of H and an, and an HBCU. It's not even, it's not the same thing. But name me another school at the level of Jackson State that is pulling and getting five-star recruits to flip. It's not happening. And the only reason it is happening is Deion Sanders. So my whole point of all this, if you would have, Giving me the time is mark my words. Dion's doing it at Jackson state and he's laying the blueprint and the foundation for some of these other schools that are having a tough time recruiting and competing in this cast system. That is the mega conferences. One of these schools first and foremost is going to go out and get Dion Sanders and make him an offer. He can't refuse. Now, whether that's U of H Kentucky Vanderbilt, I don't know. But they're going to throw money at him. And then they're going to start finding the next Deion Sanders. And they're going to make them offer so that, you know, he's not going to Jackson State to rebuild an HBCU and make them a powerhouse in their conference or in their division or whatever, subdivision. They're going to be bringing them in to help them compete in the mega conferences because they're the lower tier. That's the blueprint that Deion is setting and creating. 
Uh, Sean said, how are we comparing SWAC schools to Division One programs? I'm... Did y'all even listen to the whole fucking point? Did, did, did y'all even listen to the whole point? The whole point... I started off this goddamn conversation by saying there's one guy that's shaking up the cast system because he's able to recruit and pull in better recruits than any other school. I mean, I thought that I was pretty fucking obvious about that. He's getting five-star blue chips to flip. He's getting these young cats that might be two, three, and four-star recruits at these mega conferences to not go there and come and play at Jackson State instead. Oh. Okay. All right, there we go. What? Wait, God damn it, Aaron, you just argued with me for 10 minutes. Now you can't go. Now, uh, oh, we agree. What? Fucking what? No. Oh, my God. Is this my wife? Has my wife hijacked Aaron's account? You just argued with me for 10 minutes and then said we agree 100%. Fucking what? Okay, Aaron, I want a divorce. That's my point. Thank you, Total Dallas. Well, well summarized. It's not a comparison. What I'm telling you is not just the HBCUs. What I'm saying is that Dion is laying the foundation and creating a new kind of blueprint for coaches. Far too long, we want the young coaches. We want the, you know, well, it was first of all, it was the old heads, right? It was always, I want the Sabins and the retreads and these guys. And then it was like, we got to get young and innovative. And that's when the Kevin Sumlins and the Chip Kellys and the Lincoln Rileys and all these guys came about. Dion's making a new path. Dion's got like the young former player that's still got swag. Uh, Excuse me. Just remember this conversation five years from now. I really feel like Dion is setting a whole new precedent for how this works. There's no substitute for winning. I, I, I give you that 100%. There's no substitute for national titles. Dion and Jackson State's never going to out-recruit Nick Saban in Alabama. I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you, Dion's going to rebuild that program and make them a powerhouse within the HBCU and the, the division, the SWAC, and wherever else they play. The MEAC and all that. And then he's going to take a, a head coaching job at a middle-tier college program in the mega conferences or not. And he's going to do the same thing there. And then he's going to move up again because one, Dion has the ability to recruit young men. And two, he's got money and determination. It's going to be cool. It's going to be different. <laughs> Clarence said, uh, Aaron started working for the Texans. Now he's doing Texans things. My argument was that they won't build a top-tier program at JSU. Getting a couple of top recruits is commendable, but it won't break the cast system that exists. They won't break the cast system. I'm telling you, Dion is laying the foundation and the groundwork to break up. He's the one guy. He's the one guy that's bucking the trend in the cast system. He's the one guy. Name another. I mean, Lincoln Riley went to USC and had Caleb Williams transfer, and I forget the other cat's name. There, we'll, we'll get to him in the headlines in a second. I get that. But name somebody at that lower level that's getting five-star blue chip recruits to flip and go there. It's not happening. So he's laying that groundwork and then he's going to carry it up and up and up. And that's how he's breaking the caste system. Jackson state won't do it, but he's putting them on notice. He already had Saban talking shit already. 
Uh, sorry I'm late. Also, ask me anything about anything. This show starts 3.15 Eastern time, right? I hate you. The show starts at 2 o'clock. 5, 2.05. Central. I don't, give, I, don't, I don't fuck with that Eastern shit. I don't mess with that Eastern shit. Don't do all that. Carpetbagger, get out of here. Hey, what's up, Anita? What's up? Foo pub, fuck with fucko. What the fuck that was? Eric Rosetta has truck driver, uh, Pussy, Escrow, Titan Hugo, and John Dory all listening on Podbean. Folks, if you're over there on Podbean and you're listening, uh, this is a live stream show on Twitch. Come on over, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. You can see my beautiful face. I'm a very handsome man. Uh, I don't have a raggedy beard and six chins. Um, I'm not fat. Uh, I have an amazing haircut, very crisp hairline, uh, super tan, not white in some parts of my body, all tan and, uh, yeah, cut big muscles, big muscles. Come look or not. Oh, Eric said, I'm going to be in Florida next week. That's why I'm asking. Got you. Yes. So it'll be three Oh five Florida time. What are you going to, what are you going to Florida for Eric? Shut up. Demata. 208. Kiss my ass. Hey, guys, can we wish a happy birthday to Miggy? What's up, Miggy? Happy birthday, buddy. Just got through arguing with my uh, stream wife, Aaron Raybold. <laughs> I still love you, Aaron. You're still my dude. Uh, so he has a massive lap hog as well. Thank you, John. Yes, I do. Degenerate John would know. He's held it. All right, let's get back to the headlines. Uh, so we talked about, boy, that was a that was a nice little detour with the Saban Mega Conference cast system. Um, I don't have a storming the Capitol haircut. That's true. I definitely don't have a storming the fucking Rob. <laughs> Rob, I think you need to fast forward, you fucking idiot. Guys, Rob just put a one in the chat for the clap that we did 30 minutes ago. Rob got the clap. Rob has the clap, folks. Rob's got the clap. Good for you, Rob. Enjoy your clap. Hey, thank you, Rudy. I appreciate that. Uh, Aaron said, love you too, Barry. If only someone had put you on a show, uh, put you and I on a show together once or twice to try it out. Hmm. I'm the new John McClain. Why am I the new John McClain? What does that mean? Me or Aaron? I don't know what that means. Uh, Rob got the clap 45 minutes. Yeah, he did. Uh, all right. So Carl Nassib, folks. Carl Nassib. What's up, Josh? Isn't the clap just a pill and a weekend off nowadays? Is that true? Has it has I've never had the clap? Knock on wood. Um is that true though? Is it that easy to get rid of? Man, back in my days when I was single, I'd have I'd have definitely not been wrapping it up. Get rid of the clap and a baby in the weekend. Okay. Um Carl Nassib said publicly coming out. By the way, if you don't know, Carl Nassib right now, a free agent, was let go uh, by the Las Vegas Raiders. So he is now a free agent. So free agent Carl Nassib, the only openly gay player in the NFL, um, he basically said, look, coming out was not, it was for me. But coming out was to help kids, was to help the kids. This was his exact quote. He said, the last thing I said was like, you know what? For the kids. And I pressed post. And if you'll remember, 
Uh, he had the video where he was like, hey, guys, what's up? It's Carl Nassib. I'm out here in Pennsylvania looking for Puxatani Phil. I don't remember exactly when it was. He's like, just wanted to let you guys know I'm gay. And, uh, yeah, I've never said it publicly, but I'm gay. There you go. Have a great weekend. That was it. But he said he did it and he, he mulled it over, but he did it because he wanted kids to understand that it was okay, that it was normal, that it, it, it there was nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and he wanted to have, he wanted kids, young, uh, gay and, and lesbian kids to be able to have somebody to look up to a public figure in a sport, in a male dominated sport. I don't think you guys really understand how 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 much courage that takes. Whether you agree or disagree with anything in the realm of the LGBTQ plus community, um, whether your thoughts are, oh, you're born gay or you choose to be gay and blah, 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 you're anti-gay marriage or you're for it, or it doesn't matter what your political beliefs are or what a party has told you to believe, I should say. The fact of the matter is that took a lot of courage in, in to be an NFL player and to come out and do that. And, and here's the sad part. Get ready because Barry's going to preach. For you. Get ready. I'm going to preach. Nothing super ultra political, but I'll tell you this. Here's the sad part. And it's, it's still reflective of the, the world we live in that we all have to give a shit anyways, that we have to have this conversation that we have to talk. You and I have to talk about this, that he has to do that because there are so many people who make it their business to make, to make other people's business, their business. It's just sad because this shit has been politicized. I mean, when you go back, let's just let's just be real about this for a second. Now, I'm no history major. This I'm no history major. But when you go back and look at other societies, other uh other eras of humanity, like I, we could just talk about the Greeks for a moment. They didn't give a shit. Like, that was normal. They were just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like dudes. And everybody was like, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, that's cool too. It's whatever. No, no, Nobody gave a shit. But right now, we live in a society where everyone is more concerned about what everyone else is doing. Both sides, folks. I'm not talking about the left and I'm not talking about the right. Both sides. Want to be all up in everybody's business. You can't have a gun, but you got to wear a mask. You got to get vaccinated. You can't get an abortion. You da 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 da. Hey, fuck you. Mind your business. Like that's that's what party I want to support. That's that's who I want. I want to fucking vote for the mind your business party. That's it. That and don't tell me it's that libertarian bullshit. I I don't believe that to be the case either. But we have politicized so much shit in this country. That it's sad to me that one of the things that's politicized is what people like to do in the privacy of their fucking bedroom. Think about that for a second. 
I know every single one of you, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, you are into some weird and freaky shit that you don't tell anybody about. You'll get in this chat and be like, no, nah, that's not true. I'm not into that. Some of you are into poop. Don't lie. At least one, the odds are at least one of you in this chat. How many are watching right now? 61 people are watching this show. At least one of you is into poop and you're like, I'm not going to tell anybody. But yeah, I like a big old steamer on the chest every now and then. Man, take me to Boner Town with that pile of crap. So everybody's got something that they're into that's weird. 59. Fuck you. I see 61. Don't make me show you, ho. It's going to go away now that I said that. God damn it. I got to hurry. God, hurry. Oh, my little chrome resize thing isn't working. You kiss my ass. I'm going to prove it. No, cancel. No, it's still on 61. Shit scene. Fucking. That's not it. No. Let me see. Uh, can Can you see it? Can you see it? God bless America and everything. Holy, it's not showing the 61 now. Fuck! I'm going to miss it because you're an asshole. I can't see it. <laughs> okay, well, I've lost it now. I see 73 live now. You're lying. You're, you guys are lying. Is there that many now? Then you start talking about shitting on somebody's chest and all the weirdos on the internet show up. Did that work? There you can see it for half a second. You still can't fucking see it. (laughs) Oh, well. It's whatevs. Uh, Yeah, I can't screenshot it now. I don't care. Uh, Maybe I can't. Hold on. Hold on. I'll screenshot this. Let's go. Right there. Suck it, ho. Got it. I'm saving it. We're proving it. We're proving it. I don't give a shit. This matters to me. You're not going to call me out saying I'm giving out false ratings. Call this 61 PNG by God. Now I got to add it the long way because stupid software program doesn't work right. Went from 73 to 60. Oh, because I started talking politics. That's the other way around, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Suck it, ho! Right there. Oh, it's weird. It bounces around a lot. You'd be surprised. You'll go from 73 to 60 to 48 to 59, 69. I like. Speaking of that, I never said thank you for all the bits when we started the show. Let me get to that real quick because a few of you sent bits. Look, there, there you go. Uh, and I didn't say thank you for that. So I've got to say thank you to... Terrence started it off with five bits. Alan Denson said 100 bits, buddy. Thank you for that. Crystal sent 20 bits. Thank you. What are we doing? That's a weird screen. Crystal sent 20 bits. Uh, Total Dallas sent two bits. We Then we had a shoe check. And FJ was VIP. I still got to go get a cat for Joel. And then Josh just sent 100 bits. Thank you. But my point is, at the end of the day, you shouldn't give a fuck what people do. And we shouldn't care that Carl Nassib is gay or not. And it's sad that we still live in a society where he has to come out and tell us he's gay. Who gives a shit? That's really hey, like, yeah. at, at this point, I'm like, I don't care. And that's not me being insensitive. 
No one should care what this dude, what he likes or doesn't like in the bedroom. No one should give a fuck. It's not your business what he puts where. This is just not. But we still live in that raggedy ass society. How is it going from 73 to 60 back to 73 in a snap? I have no idea. That's really weird. And I'm uh let me let me pull up the, the twitches. Where does it even show it when you're on the Oh yeah, now it says 62. That's super weird. Uh, now it says 73! Over here in my thing, it says 73. Over there, it says 62. That's super weird. I don't know what's going on. Twitch is weird. Uh, Jim on Sports, thank you for the resale, buddy. Jim has been subscribed for three months now. He said, what's up, Barry? What's up, Deckheads? What's up, homie? Oh, shit, a hype train is close. Mimi, thank you for the 200 biddies. Very much appreciate it. Viewbots? No, I don't buy Viewbots, bitch. I've never done that. Never, never in my life have I paid for clicks or views or none of that shit. Uzi says, so are we talking politics or poop? Yes. Yes. I'm not buying votes. I'm not buying votes. Oh, shit, we're in a hype train. You know what sucks is I didn't clean up the shotgun. That really sucks. Um, did I talk about my trip to Pizza Hut on the vacation? Did we did we talk about that? I don't know if we did. Hey, Jim on Sports, thank you for the 69. Uh, Josh, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Very much appreciate you. Potch was 69. Uh, we talked about my trip to Pizza Hut with the guy with one eye. Did we discuss that? I can't remember if we did or not. Had to get the sweat. Yeah, I did. Oh, Total Dallas said no, we didn't. What were you here yesterday, Total Dallas? Were you here? Oh, B. Hannon said no, we didn't. Thank you guys for the hype train. Jared Taylor, thank you for the... Oh, Terrence, thank you for the seven bits. Jared Taylor, thank you for the hundred bits, buddy. Donna with 45. All right, let me finish the sports headlines, and then we'll do, uh, I'll tell you the story about Pizza Hut. So this is the last sports headline. That was Carl Nassib. Uh, USC is the most popular title pick at a Vegas sports book. Not one of the normal ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, not one of the, some weird sports book. I didn't even recognize the name of it, but apparently uh, Lincoln Riley is making waves out of USC. So look for that. I, they, might be a, they might be a playoff team. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. USC, most popular title pick at a Vegas sportsbook. The Wyndham, I think, was the one. Not 100% sure. Hey, uh, let's see here. Terrence, thank you for the seven bits, buddy. I think I got that. Oh, I did. Josh, thank you for the 100 bits. Jordan Andes with 30 bitty bitties trying to see these titty titties. Ted's sportsbook. Yeah, just some random ass sportsbook. Yes, uh, Clarence, I said at the beginning of the show, we're doing three hours today. So at 3.30, I'll take a quick break. I'll go pee and get a new soda, and we're going to go till 5 again today. That's right. That's what we do. Josh, thank you for the 100 bits. Alan Denson with 200 bits. Holy shit. Joe Hernandez with the 30, buddy. Thank you. All right. I got to get uh, I gotta get a shot. Hold on. But I'm not doing that. Fucking
I'll shoot some Jamie, though. I'll do a little Jamesters. Uh, who did I di get last? Oh, God damn it. Who did I get? Did I, did I miss? Well, Josh, if I didn't, thank you, buddy, for the 100 bits. I appreciate you. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Clarence said, well, I was late. Sorry. Well, don't be late. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's whatever. Flip with the skinny jeans siding. I hate you, Flip. I hate you so much for always pointing out my skinny jeans. By the way, Flip, these weren't skinny jeans when I bought them. I ate them in the skinny jeans. People are like, oh, hey, who makes those? Are those American Eagle? Mm -mm. These are Bluebell. That's what these jeans are. Uh, Clarence said third hour shirt's coming off. Uh, no, no, probably not. Nope. I got responsibilities to take care of. I have responsibilities to take care of. Okay? Just, uh, yeah. That's it. Uh, look at this shot, though. This is the kind of shots I'm pouring now, folks. Look at that bad boy. Up to the brim. What? You guys, thank you for the hype trains. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for hanging out. I love you. I appreciate you. I need you. Cheers, folks. I inhaled on that one. That wasn't good. Oh, shit. We're in level two of the hype train. Hell, we might show some nipples today. I'm loving your small clips of stand-up. Thank you, Flip. He said, scratch that joke. Uh, Flip, I'll have you know that joke does really well every time I do it on stage. So, suck it. <laughs> okay. Don't you let me be the judge of what's funny, Flip. I mean, I've only been doing it for nine fucking years. I doubt I need Flip. And his wing-eating fucking avatar to tell me uh, what jokes are funny. So thanks, Flip. Uh, okay, let's tell. Let me tell you the story on vacation. I still have a lot of vacation stories to tell you. Uh, uh, Seven thirteen hooligan said, "Did you take a shot at any time during vacation because it was quote needed?" I'm not calling you an addict, but you know what? I didn't take a shot, Josh. But there was a couple of times when I was like, I need a shot. I'd like a, a shot or an alcoholic beverage or a, 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 a beer. I mean, literally day one, we drove to a restaurant and drank beer on the porch. And watch the sunset. So, yeah, yeah, there was definitely a need. And I'm not gonna lie, when I got back, I was like, man, I can't wait to stream again and do shots with my people. <laughs> so, yeah, no judgment. But here's the thing, Josh. Uh, I recognize my dependencies, and so like, if it starts to get bad enough, like last year in April, I just took the month off. I didn't drink for a whole month. I was like, I can't. I'm getting the shakes. I'm getting fat. I'm getting irritable. Uh. Burping a lot. So, yeah. Once I recognize that, ooh, I need to slow down, I will. I will. Total Dallas said, did someone call for a joke critic? No. No, they didn't. All right, let's tell, let me tell you the Pizza Hut story. First of all, and I have, I have the receipts. Nora and I couldn't find stuff to eat. And let me send this to myself. Hold on. 
I should have done this. I have so many pictures that no one's going to give a fuck about. That's the whole thing about vacation. Like you go to all these beautiful spots, you go to all these beautiful places and you take all these pictures that no one gives a shit about, but you, right. And you take the dumbest pictures like, like, okay. Uh, here, here's a, here's a photo. I don't even know why I took this photo. Like why did I take this photo? Because zero people are going to care about this photo. And God damn it. Come here. No, 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 no one's going to care about this photo. But yet I took that photo because I was like, that's pretty. And I probably have 50, 11 photos of mountains that no one's going to give a fuck about. Now I did have some cool pictures. Um, one of the things I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to post, so they name all the rocks and the arches wherever we were at. And so I was like, I, I would like, I would see an arch or a rock and I would, I would give it its own name. Like, uh, for example, this is called, what the fuck are you doing phone? I don't know what arch this is, but I call this butthole arch. Uh, and you can see why. I mean, it looks like a butthole. Now, this is another arch right there. I call that taint arch because it's near the butthole, but it's like on the other side of the taint, right? So my wife was like, you should not be in charge of naming arches and rocks. I was like, no, you're right. If if dudes were in charge of naming all the rocks and arches, it would it'd be like, oh, look, that's titty. That's titty rock. That's titty rock right there, which by the way, um, I did, I did get a photo of Titty Rock, uh, if you're interested. Um, there you go. That's, that's Titty Rock right there, if you, if you want to. That's Titty Rock. See, they call this uh, Church Rock. No, that's Titty Rock. It's clearly a titty with an areola and a nipple, right? Like you go, Titty, areola, nipple. Like, duh. Is it, am I the only one that that's obvious, right? But they're like church rock. I'm like, that doesn't look like a church. It looks like a titty. And Nora was like, please, please don't do that. That's none of, and then I'm like, oh, look, there's cock rock. And she's like, okay, no. So there was like, this was, um, I'll let, I, I don't know if you guys can see it or not, but this was, uh, this was flaccid penis rock. I think that's pretty obvious. That's flaccid penis rock. Yeah. So, and, and by the way, I don't need you guys renaming them for me. I got this. Okay. But I'm probably going to do a social media post with all these and just come up with a bunch of silly names. And uh, here is, um, oh, no, that's not it. That was my favorite arch, by the way. Uh, this is vagina. This is vagina pass. Where'd it go? God damn it. This is vagina pass and it's really just, uh, it's just made up of two uh, labia rocks. So that's vagina pass right there. And uh, that's just, yeah, that's just, that's just uh, labia rock East and West that makes up vagina pass. So this is science, by the way, all this is science. I just a hundred percent. Uh, science, hundred <laughs> percent.
so I did get some cool pictures. We went to some ghost towns and stuff like that. And, um, but one of the things, one of the, one of the photos, <gasps> did I delete it? Son of a bitch. Why would you do that? Laminac? This is a relic of all the old shit. I saw we went to ghost towns of all the old shit. I saw tell me I didn't fucking delete it. I should have got these socks, by the way. I didn't buy these socks. I should have bought these socks. You can't really see them, can you? Oh, focus, bitch. Damn it, it won't focus. Let's see. I should have bought those socks, huh? Uh, those socks are dope. Um, I did get this shirt, though. Tell us more about your tan. I mean, look, daddy, daddy tried. You know, like, I still have my farmer's tan, but, uh, yeah. I, I forgot to wear uh I forgot to wear sunscreen day one and got burned and then after that we were good. We were okay. I cannot for the life of me find what oh there it is. Thank God I thought I deleted it. Folks, can anyone? This phone is really pissing me off. No, I didn't see any ghosts in the ghost town. I do have a weird story though. Not ghosts, but kind of weird. Folks, you are looking at the inside of one of the last sit-down pizza huts in the world. We Moab has a sit-down pizza hut. What? I don't know why we're celebrating a sit-down pizza hut. Because we're fat and we like to eat. And that's something that we celebrate. Uh, that is a sit-down pizza hut. Do you know how... I wonder how many are left. Let's see. How many... And we'll call it a how many dine-in pizza huts are there? Whatever happened to the dine-in pizza huts? Wide Open Eats asks, well, good for you. This is posted March 31st, 2022. Uh, is this the end? Uh, owner, let's see. Here, I'll share my screen. Let me see. Chrome resize. Why is that button not working? I don't understand why that button isn't working. That button should totes be working. And it's not, and it's making me angry. It's making me angry. Do I have to reset this hoe? How do you reset? How do you, how do you, how do you reboot a stream deck? Anybody know? Stream deck XL. That works. Cause I can, uh, I can play like, uh, the hype train. All right. Yeah. See that works. But why doesn't the uh, my resize buttons work? Well, that really sucks, Laminac. I know. Tell me about it. Technology is great. There's a new sit-down Pizza Hut and Cut and Shoot. Really? They're they're really, really. I don't know why I sound so enthused by that. Um, here we go. There we go. Um, okay, get out of here. The move seems to be uh, in line with when the fast food restaurants are going. We are leaning into accelerate the transition of our pizza huts to truly modern delivery carryout assets. This will ultimately strengthen the pizza hut business. So how many are left? Our generation doesn't want to eat a, at a pizza hut. I miss those plastic cups. I can't find. It doesn't say how many are left. Does anybody see a number? Huh? 
I don't see a number. This is bullshit. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you the pizza. Story. So Nora and I go to eat at the Gritty Piggy, which is a, it's a, it's a, uh, um, it's a food truck. It's a food truck that serves grilled cheese. And the different kinds of grilled cheese that they have, they don't just serve like, oh, just here's the grilled cheese with pimento in it. Like, no, they're not this kind of bullshit. They're like, uh, we're going to get you high cholesterol and heartburn, bitches. So this was my grilled cheese. God damn this piece of shit. Uh, first of all, this was our tater tots. These were loaded pulled pork tater tots that we got from the Gritty Piggy. Uh, and they were amazing. You can check them on my Instagram. My wife got the jalapeno popper grilled cheese, which was jalapenos, bacon, cream cheese, and something else. Uh, and I, of course, had the macaroni and cheese grilled cheese, which was fucking amazing. Just let that marinate first. Look at that. Look at, oh my God. Yeah, you're seeing that right. That's Texas toast with butter. And then they put cheese on it, sliced cheese like a grilled cheese, but then they shove just macaroni and cheese and the thickest, creamiest macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. I nutted a little. I came a little. I'm not going to lie. I came a little when I ate. It was that good. Um, but we went to go get that and they were like, we're out of the macaroni and cheese, grilled cheese. I was like, well, she's like, well, I have something tomorrow. Come back. I was like, okay. So we were like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? And we were driving up and down the main street in Moab trying to find a spot. And we saw a sit down pizza hut. And I was like, have you, have, how long has it been, babe, since you've been inside of a pizza hut? And she was like, oh my God, it's been forever. How nostalgic. I was like, you want to go in there and get a pizza like old time's sake and get a red cup and maybe play some Donkey Kong or some Pac-Man? <laughs> she was like, let's do it. So we pull in and um, we go inside and there's no AC. It's hot as fuck. Sorry, Perry. That shit was amazing though. We go inside. It's hot as fuck in this pizza hut. And we're waiting in line. And the line kind of, you walk in, like if this is the front door, you walk in and the register is, is over there. So, I see the guy at the register. This is what I see. I see this profile, right? Like I see, I see this side of the guy's face and we're in line and it's, it's not a long line, but he's having technical, his system is down. Know what I'm saying? Uh, excuse me. And, um, there was three gentlemen in front of us, then a single gentleman, and then a, a Mormon family. And I know they were Mormon uh, because she had the little Mormon, I guess, bonnet in the back or whatever that is. I don't know. So the three guys leave. They're like, it's too hot and we're not waiting. And they bolt. And then um, the lady, the lady, uh, I'm sorry, the gentleman working the counter he was like, sorry, folks, we're having some problems with the, 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 it's not taking the cards. And 
He's like, sir, and I'm not, I'm talking to Nora and I grab us a menu and we're looking and we're deciding. It's like, man, what do you want to sit down and have? And she's like, well, I don't know. I was like, this is so neat. And I hear the guy saying, sir, are you here to pick up a pizza? And the guy in front of us is like, yeah, I'm just, it's to go. And he goes, here you go. And he hands it to him. The guy walks out. So now we're next. I'm like, oh shit, we just beat the whole line. Look at that. So they finally figure out the credit card problem with these Mormons. And they leave. And now it's Nora and I and, and my turn. And I, I walk up. I've got the menu. And I walk up. Now, I haven't looked at this young man yet. Uh, I, sorry, this is an old man. It's an old man working the register. I haven't looked at him yet. And I walk up. I'm like, is that what you, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Can I go? Oh, my God. I look up from the menu and now I'm face to face with this man who is missing an eye. Now, I'm not judging you because you only have one eye. I don't give a fuck. That's I don't care. Like that's whatever. That's not that's not the problem. The problem is he doesn't have in a fake eye and he doesn't have on a patch. It's just eye and hole and like there was like shit on it. Fuck man. Come on. You can't work the front counter at a pizza hut missing an eye and not wear a fucking patch. That's not. Bro, I just a whole flip, just a whole. Like I can't look. I'm not again, again. I I don't I don't care how. I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm not judging you, but I can't sit there and eat a pepperoni lover when your eye looks like a pepperoni. I can't do that. You could at least, if you're going to work the front counter and you got shit leaking out of your hole in your face, you gotta at least have a patch on, bro. Come on, fam. Because then here's what happens when you have OCD and you're a germaphobe. In my mind. Now, I'm not saying this happened. I'm just telling you in my mind, what I pictured is when I'm not looking. Because he gets the plates. He, the, the, the guy in front of him is like, can we get some plates and napkins? And he's like, yeah, oh, look, I have a napkin. He's like, here's your plates. Here's your napkin. And he, and he touches the napkins like that, right? He's like, here you go. And he hands it to him. Now, I see that. And then I look at I don't know what to order. And then in my mind, I'm thinking this motherfucker was rubbing his eye whole. And then he's like touching their napkins with the fucking eye juice. And I, and it looks like a pepperoni. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Can't do it. Stephen Luther said that has to be a health code violation. Yeah. And, well, he doesn't have on a hairnet. He don't have on a fucking eye net or a patch. And of course, of course, immediately. Uh, I don't know which thing to look at. And I know he, like, you know, you ever seen like you ever talk to somebody with like a gotcha eye, like they're cockeyed and shit. And you're like, I don't. Let me tell you the secret, by the way, is you talk to the nose. All right. If you're talking to somebody that's got like a gotcha eye. What you do is you talk to the nose. They don't know. They don't know what you're looking at. They, they, you know, 
So that's the that's that's the that's the key. Okay. So I but I'm I'm taken aback. Like usually you'll be like, you know, if somebody's like Barrett, I'd like you to meet Forrest Whitaker. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, they, what I I'm just going right to Forrest's nose. And I'm gonna talk to that and be like, hello, Forrest's nose, how are you? <laughs> but I didn't know this guy had just had an eye hole on his face. So when I looked up from the menu, I was like, hey, we wanna go. Huh? And now I know he sees me going. I don't know. And Nora's like, what the fuck? So I was like, we want to get a pepperoni lovers and uh, two fountain drinks. He's like, we don't have fountain drinks. We just have bottles. I was like, you don't have the little red cups with the ice? He's like, no, just bottles. What do you want? I was like, you know what? We'll just get it to go. We'll just get it to go. Uh, who? Who's making the pizzas? He's like, oh, we got Cheryl in the back. I was like, oh, thank God. But now I'm like, does Cheryl like have a fucking nub or she's just like picking up the pies? Like, I don't know. I don't fuck. Freak me out, okay? And again, I'm not judgy. Like, ooh, you're missing an eye. I'm like, ooh. First of all, you, you, you know, a patch solves everything. Everyone knows how to operate when you got a, but when you just have a fucking hole. It threw me off, okay? Judge me if you want, but it fucked me up a little bit. It threw me off. And um, we just got it to go. Because I could, because I'm like, I'm, I'm, Nora sat with her back to the counter, OBS. She was like, we'll just sit here and then I don't have to see it. And I'm like, well, I can't fucking look at this guy. Guy. So we got it to go. And the fucking pizza was so goddamn good. Oh my God. Oh my God, I forgot how good Pizza Hut pizza was. Oh, I mean, I had heartburn and diarrhea for three days. Oh, when I tell you it was worth it, holy shit, it was worth it. So good. I hate you, Tony. Tony said Cheryl dropped her dentures in your pizza a few times. I just feel like she, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's weird is that Total Dallas put this, the, the pizza emoji, it kind of looks like an eye patch. Like, why couldn't you just fucking just put a pizza over there? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's take a quick break. Hey, by the way, thank you guys for the hype train. One sub gifted and uh, 1120 bits. Uh, who was the gifted sub? Jim on sports resubbed. Did I miss the gifted sub? I, I believe I did. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go refill my drinks. I've got, I've been drinking water today too. Uh, and I'm going to get Oliver the cat because I still owe Jared Taylor a get the cat. Oh, excuse me. Joe Hernandez a get the cat. So I'm going to go get Oliver. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. And remember now, it's a two hour or three hour show today. So we're going until five o'clock. Yeah. I won't be saying that to my sister. What? Oh, my sister's an optologist. Gonna, uh, ophthalmologist going to start calling her the eye lady. Okay. This <laughs> is Chuck Diver Pussy said, I lay these nuts on your chin. Let's go. It's pretty good. That's, that's, that's pretty good, TDP. See, TD Pussy. Uh, Barry drinking water. I know, end of the, end of the world, right? Look, uh, I've almost had a whole bottle of water today. What? Barry 2024. I would run for governor. I would fix this fucking state. I'd get rid of, I would outlaw political parties and we would just fucking all have a 
Everyone would smoke a joint, whether you wanted to or not. We'd all do a shot, and then we'd figure it out. Barry 2024. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we still have a lot to talk about. We haven't even talked about the home run derby last night. I, I, uh, look, Trump hands. Um, I feel like there was a conspiracy last night. I do. I do. And uh, we'll discuss that. We'll talk a little bit about the all-star game tonight. I'm praying for a tie. I'll, I'll share with you the tiebreaker for the all-star game. And then we got to talk a little bit about this Deshaun Watson thing. I know you guys are sick of it, but uh, we didn't even get to it yesterday. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about the all-star game and the home run derby and a sign war between McDonald's and Dairy Queen went down. And then a whole town got in on it and hilarity ensued. Uh, so let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into all that. Plus your phone calls. <laughs> nope. Uh, plus your chats. So stick around. Don't go nowhere. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminac. I'll be back in uh, two and two. I'm like Chuck Woolery in this bitch. Two and two. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.
two of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Levinek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, go have sex with yourselves. Not this guy. Not this guy. He's too sweet. I owed uh, Joe Hernandez a uh, go get a cat. And uh, this is the cat that he requested. You guys, you guys remember Oliver? Say hi. Oh, he said hi. He's a, he hates it because I scream. Right, Bubba. You hate it because daddy's so loud, huh? You gonna say hi to everybody? Say hi, everybody. Not happy. Look at that face. Oh, not thrilled. All right, go ahead, buddy. Go. You got this. You got this. He went and ran and got into a uh, a box. What the hell? That got weird, though. Color on the screen got kind of crazy for a second. Uh, all right. Oh, look, I lost the damn. Nope, that's not it. There we go. And uh, who was that? Shelby. What's up, Shelbsters? Thank you for the 300 bits, sweetie. Very much appreciated. Man, we are way behind. I'm looking at the live stream. Boy, we are way, way behind. What's up with the delay today? Is there... I got to see how to fix this. Let me go to my stream manager, streaming tools. That's not it. What is it? A settings stream. <sighs> latency mode, low latency, best for near real time interaction with viewers. Not happening. Not happening. No, but I'm like, I just saw where I just got rid of Oliver. Oh, now it's back. Now it's back. Uh, seems like it's been so long since I've seen him. Well, yeah, it has been a while. Uh, let's talk track and field. A lot more interesting than baseball. <laughs> let's not. I mean, you're talking to a guy that, you know, you're talking to the Provo kid. I ran the 1500 in, high, in uh, junior high, not high school. Not a lot of folks want to talk track and field. That's just how it is. This screen looks like a cool ranch Dorito bag. Cisco, you raggedy bitch. It kind of does, though. I'm not going to lie. It kind of does. You know what it looks like? It looks like the uh, Carolina Panthers' new helmets. Did you see this? Did you see this? Panthers did their new helmets, and I was like, oh, snap. That's... How do you reboot one stream deck? Is that... Can it... Can... He's not wrong. It does. How to reboot a stream deck while live. <sighs> stream elements, Elgato stream deck. How to use stream deck. I just, I just want to reboot the motherfucker. Like it's, it's not working and I needed to resize my windows. Or as my grandma would say, my windows. She always put an ER on windows. I never understood that. Honey, is your windows down? Roll your window down. It's hot in here. Uh, it, there's no window, nanny. There's no, oh, update firmware. Oh, I guess we're going to do that live now. Well, fuck. Update successful. Did nothing. Fucking nothing. And it's weird. Oh, okay. Uh, install update. Oh, well, I guess we're just going to do all this live now. What have I done? What on earth have I done? I have, I have ruined this. Oh, uh, let me just do this in the meantime. 
think I can make this work while this software updates. I probably should have done that sooner, though, you think? Uh, except, oh, my God. I'm like, do it, we'll do it live. Nope, that's not it. Here we go. This actually, when I saw these Carolina Panthers new helmets, I was like, you know, that's pretty much the BOD colors. I didn't even realize it. But they got the black, the baby blue, and the white. So before you trash, make sure you recognize real, recognize real. I kind of dig it too. Looks kind of good. I just I just saw that. Grab that one thing there. All right. Uh huh. Oh. I guess we're we're really doing this. Oh my god, what's happening right now? This is the biggest mistake in the world to start updating your software live on stream. Like a fucking file in use. Oh no! The following applications are using files that need to be updated. You can let Setup Wizard close them. Do not close the apps applications. Oh my god. What have I done? If I lose you guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Fuck! Oh no! What have I done? I have sinned against you, my lord. Uh, oh, we're back. Okay. The buttons still don't work, but at least I didn't lose you guys. Uh, all right, let's talk home run derby. Can't wait to see Baker getting smashed in those helmets. Shut up. Black is too hot. Actually, they're nice. I know. I think the Panthers could be sneaky good. Whoa, we're going to find out. I don't know. Man, I got up. Oh, my gosh. Ingrown hairs on a haircut like this are the worst. Um, Control print screen. That's not what that does. Tech issues at the end. This is a new look. Right? Instead of the beginning. Let's talk home run derby. I have thoughts on this home run derby. I have thoughts. I, first of all, um, congratulations. This is, this is the congratulations. Um, congratulations to Juan Soto. I, I didn't think he could do it. He did it. Um, Julio Rodriguez showed off last night. And I like that they were like, this is a coming out party. Well, I mean, if you pay attention to baseball, you knew what Rodriguez was. And you knew, and Astros fans are going to get mad about this. But it was pretty obvious down the stretch here in the last three or four weeks going into the All-Star break, Jeremy Pena was going to be the runner-up for the Rookie of the Year. Uh, that, that, that is Rodriguez's award to lose. And it has been for a month plus now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Pena's having a hell of a season, but he's been injured too much and he's just not putting up the numbers. So at your mom, hoes, I'm not, it's just facts period. Now I think he gassed, but Boy, he put on a show the first two rounds. 32 and 31 home runs, 63 in the first two rounds. The youngster, the rookie, doing that. But can we give credit to his pitcher? That was the most amazing part about that. Is, is yeah, uh, 
Rodriguez was you, you still got to put him over the fence, right? You still got to put the swing on him. But every cat in that in that um every cat in that competition could do that. To me, to me, the absolute difference was the pitchers. And not just and I know they talked about it on the broadcast, so I'm not breaking news about it, but let me give you a different perspective. Um one you may not have heard. Cuz this is what I noticed. So when you saw Pete Alonzo's uh, batting practice pitcher. Or when you saw, even Pujols could have hit those out. I'm telling you right now. But Pujols' pitcher, a lot of these guys' pitchers had a lot of wind-up and steps and motion, and it took four, no lie, because I counted, it was taking four to five seconds for each pitch. Okay? So if you think about that, if, if there is a, a, a 180 seconds, it was three minutes, right? Divided by five, you get 36 pitches. If it takes you five seconds. Let's just write this down, kids. So you're going to get 30. You're not going to hit 36 of 36, right? So that's 36 pitches over three minutes. 60, 120, yeah. And then let's do 180 divided by four seconds. That is 45 pitches. Uh, Julio Rodriguez's uh, pitcher, he had no windup. He would literally stand there, and he had a couple of balls in one hand. Clarence knows. He had some balls in his hand. Uh, and he would have the one ball that he would throw. And, and it was the same motion. There was no, like, steps where you could be off-center just slightly, which was also part of it. The, it's like a golf swing, right? The less motion you have, the less off-plane you're going to get, the, the easier it is to repeat. So this guy wasn't taking steps. He wasn't doing wind-ups. He would literally stand, pull his arm back, and just to get enough momentum, and put the ball. And he was literally in this, and they made that comment, and that's why. He was literally in the same fucking spot all night long. I think Rodriguez just got tired, if I'm being honest. His pitcher never got off track. I think he just hit so many he gassed, which is what I was worried about with the young kid. And the bright lights, but that apparently wasn't a big deal. But my guy, no lie, three seconds max between pitches because he didn't need to do the windup, throw the ball. Then he would have to take, the, the, the other pitchers would take two to three steps back to get back in the position to do the one, two, three, throw the ball, get in, get a buck, step back. He's literally standing by the bucket for efficiency. He always had some balls in his hand for efficiency, and he was just one motion. It was all arm. There was nobody. It was all arm. It was super smart if you think about it. So let's do the math. 180 divided by three equals 60. So depending on how your your warm-up or your pitcher and his motion and how old he was and how long it took, you were either going to see 36, 45, or 60 pitches in your three minutes. And then when you got another minute, same thing in that bonus round. And I would much... So, so basically, Rodriguez was seeing almost double the pitches that a guy like Pete Alonzo, and I want to say... Uh, 
It was Alonzo, and who was the other one whose guy was taken for fucking ever? It wasn't Pujols. I don't remember. But there were two guys that it was taken five seconds to get the ball to the plate. So he was seeing double the pitches. He was getting double the chances, basically. 36 versus 60 in the round. That, I mean, look, I know I'm a nerd for noticing that in the fucking home run derby, but that's facts, folks. That's facts. Now, you know, did he get tired? I think so. I think he got a little gassed, and that's okay. You hit 63 home runs. That's just going to happen. I don't give a fuck. Anybody's going to get gassed doing that. Um, and Soto did just enough to hang around, right? That's all he did. He just had to win by one. He was always second, so that helped. He always went second. So he knew he, he never had to be gassed, right? He never had to go the full three minutes plus the bonus minute. He just, he would go the three minutes and then use two, three, four, five pitches into the second minute or into the bonus round to win in advance. So he was able to just, just do enough, which, hey, luck of the draw, right? So what, that, good for him. Now, um, what was this? Oh, they made a big deal about the fact that, well, you know, this kid, and a lot of people were saying that online. Ah, this, this kid, you know, and they even said, look at this. This is, this. look at this, look at this, look at this. You got Rodriguez is making 700K, and you got Juan Soto is making 17 million, and he turned down 440 million. And at first we were like, oh, that's, that is crazy. But you know what? He still made 750K, more than he's going to make for the season. And, and don't get it twisted. Julio Rodriguez signed, got a $1.75 million signing bonus when he signed with the Mariners a year ago or whenever the fuck it was. 2017. So the kid's not fucking broke, but they made it seem like, ah, oh, you got Julio Rodriguez over here eating fucking pork and beans, living out of a station wagon. Meanwhile, Juan Soto has bought the Playboy Mansion and he's fucking hosing and hitting home runs. Let's calm the fuck down. Julio Rodriguez is a fucking homeless, okay? He's got he's sitting on 2.4 million by the end of the year. And now you just added another 750k to that. 3.1 million between the time he signed with the Mariners in 2017 and now. He's fine. Is it 17 and 440? No. He's not fucking broke though. So let's I know you got to make a big deal out of it and yeah, I know the numbers still mean something but Let's calm down, ESPN. You guys are acting like that, that fucking he's homeless. I mean, that's just not the case. Uh, now we need to talk about a couple more things here. Number one. Did Kyle Schwarber tank? Do you think Schwarber threw his round in favor of pool holes? I want to know, chat. If you think Kyle Schwarber tanked, put a one in the chat. Put a one in the chat, just a one, nothing else. Don't put a two. Anybody who puts anything other than a one, five-minute timeout or 600 seconds, whatever Potch does. But do you think Schwarber tanked? Now, let me, let me, let me, let me say, um, and if you don't, just don't answer. But for those of you that think Schwarber tanked, put a one. You don't have to put a five or anything else if you think that he was just... Flatline. Flatline. Um, 
Now, when I say tanked, I don't mean like just, you know, flat out went in with the mindset that, oh, I'm against Pujols. I'll just lose that round. It could be any kind of tank, right? So I'm curious what you guys think. Mark says yes. Clarence says yes. Wallace Wiltz, Jeff Bell, John Dory, B. Hannon, Potch. All think that Schwarber tanked. Okay. You know what? Let's do this. If you think he just gassed and just didn't have it that night, put a five. So if you think he tanked, put a one. And if you think he just gassed or didn't have it, go ahead and put a five for me. Because I'm curious. I should have done a poll, right? I should have I should have done a poll. I, I should have let y'all see my poll. I should have I showed you my poll. Uh, I'm trying to get this picture done too. While while we while we do this here, no, leave me alone. Stop it! Why didn't this come up? By the way, oh, uh, we'll go here. Uh, so how many of you? Okay. I'm going to download this picture. Uh, let me tell you what I think about. I, 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 I think that Schwarber initially was trying to win that round. I think he was just trying to advance. And what I think happened is he started to realize that his pitcher sucked, number one, which he did. His pitcher was terrible. He might have been the guy that I started clocking first. Schwarber's guy was all over the fucking map. He was, I think he threw him a slider at one point. I'm like, did you just throw a fucking breaking ball to this guy? What are you doing, old man? Like, he was bad. It looked like, and by the way, he looked like the one-eyed guy at Pizza Hut. So I'm pretty sure that may have been a problem. But I, what I think happened is, is that at some point in his round, okay, so a few of you think he just... Flatlined. Flatlined. VB, Rudy, um, Sandoval, and DJ Maddie think he flatlined. Okay. Um, is the pole tan? Flip, what is your obsession with my fucking tan, bro? You're a weirdo, Flip. Sandoval said he tried too hard. Okay, I think he tanked, but if you're asking if Schwarber would have gassed eventually, I think he would have. Stamina has always been an issue for him. I I'll say this. What I think happened is that he started off with the intent of winning that contest. I, I, I do believe that. And what I think happened is he started to gas and he realized I'm probably not going to get this. So fuck it. Let me just, let me just tip my cap to Albert and you know, just fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. So I, I think he kind of stopped trying at not so much tanked, but I think he just kind of stopped trying at that point. That's what I think happened. So I think he started off with the intentions of not tanking. And then I think he tanked at the end is, is what I'm saying. That's my point. I think he had the intentions of beating Albert Pujols. Shit wasn't going his way. And so he said, fuck it. Old Man River was throwing knuckle curves. I know, right? B. Hannon said it shouldn't be time. I don't like the old one where you get 50 balls or whatever it was. I like the timed. 
I like that. I love their format. I love this is the perfect format. You get three minutes. You get a timeout. Uh, I, I think all of that is good yeah, because it's like the three point contest where you oh you only get five balls per rack and all that, but you got a time limit. Eh, eh. I like this. How many can you hit in three minutes? Go. Now we could argue whether you like the head to head number or the total number. I think it sucks that Julio Rodriguez didn't get credit for 62. At the end of the day, he hit more home runs over the fence in that contest than Juan Soto did. That's the part that I think you could consider changing. Maybe do head-to-head until the finals, and then it's a total. Because now, because now, if you're Juan Soto, because again, let's talk about it. Now, and I know this isn't a big fucking deal, but... Um, you know, one guy is homeless and one guy is rich. What I think is, okay, it's head to head until the finals and then it's totals because that would have meant Juan Soto in each of those rounds where he just would hit 19 and quit because he was going second and Rodriguez is over here hitting 32 and then 31 because he went first. When Soto was like, oh, I just need 19, 19, I'm done. I get to go rest. He would have lost the finals because he didn't hit as many home runs as Soto did for the day for the whole contest. And I think that could be one tweak that they make to it because then what that means is Juan Soto would have done the complete four minutes. He would have done the first three minutes and then he would have gotten the 19, but he would have kept going because he knew, man, if I'm going to make it to the finals and I got to go up against Julio Rodriguez, he's got 32 and 31. Shit. I think that's what would make it 100% fair. I think that's the only tweak they need to make to this. Because I, otherwise, I like the format the way they have it. Posh said, what about a cumulative and half the field gets eliminated every round? Uh, I just, I like the head-to-heads until the finals. But make the finals about totals. Because then what happens is, I mean, it may be out of hand by then. But, you know, you go in, if, if Julio Rodriguez is going into the finals with 62 home runs... And Juan Soto is going in with what he have eight nineteen and how many? What was the round by round? Let's see, home run derby. Because what you don't want either is you don't want it out of control by round. Uh, let's see. Well, they don't have the okay. So Soto put up eighteen and sixteen. Meanwhile, so Soto put up. 34 home runs in two rounds. Julio Rodriguez hit 32 in the first round. Now, folks, that's going to wear you the fuck out. So as tired as Juan uh, as Juan Soto was after two rounds, that's how tired Julio Rodriguez was after one. And then he goes out and hits another 31. He doubled him up. This was 63 to 34. Going into the finals, and then Rodriguez gasses and hits 18. Juan Soto only needs to hit 19, and he's done. I like my thought process here because I think Juan Soto would have hit more than 16 in round two. And I think he would have hit more than 18 in round one. And he would have been just as tired as as Rodriguez was going into the finals. And I think that's the final tweak. And then we have a perfect home run derby, right? Round one and round two, you it's head to head. But going into the finals, it's cumulative. It's what you've hit in all three rounds. Round one, round two, and round three. Because it's a derby. So I think I fixed it. 
Fucking Rob. One, he tanked. Rob's voting on shit we talked about three months ago. He's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I would, I would like a Astros World Series for Easter. The fuck, Rob? Some pitchers had longer windups take more time and bad pitches. Bro, I just spent 20 minutes on that. Behannon's not listening, y'all. God damn it, Behannon. Get your shit together. Uh, all right, so we solved the home run derby. We all agreed that Schwarber tanked in some form or fashion. I think he got gassed and tanked. I don't think he went in with the, uh, with the idea to tank. Well, not all of you. Some of you don't think he did. Um, you think that's fair though? Yeah, I do think it's fair, Behan. And he said, uh, it's like, I like it being time. The pitching is an issue. That's the big variable. Well, you know, the other thing you could do if you don't want to is put a machine out there. Just have somebody feeding balls. Clarence knows about feeding balls. Put a machine out there. So you want to do that? There you go. Uh, no, no excuses be handed. You're either in or you're out. Okay. You're either with us or against us. You're either a part of the axis of evil or you're a deckhead. I don't know. That was stupid. But what do you guys think about that? Would you put a pitching machine out there instead of a guy throwing? Cause then it's even right now. You might be like Juan Soto and want the machine back further, but it's always going to be, you can line it up. You know, like I want it up. I want it down. I want it left. I want it right. And they can get it exactly right, get the coordinates for you, and then just sit there feeding it. And then it's fair for everybody. What do you guys think about those two tweaks? Total cumulative for the finals only. So you head to head on round one. Uh, and then the final round is cumulative, including round, the final round. And then you take out the old guys that are like, I'm back you put out a pitching machine. All-time pitcher is too much. Just too much. Where is Jen? Yeah, I think an all-time pitcher is too much. I think that's too much. The old man will be gas, and then they're like, you know, if they start to lose it later in the rounds, then, uh, I think the machine is perfect. Total Dallas said the machine variable pitch speeds keep round counts separate. No, variable pitch speeds is not a thing. They're going to be changing it every time. Are you saying like, from round to round, so you start off at 60 miles an hour in round one, 70 miles an hour in round two, 80 miles an hour in round three. Ah. Let them hit off a tee. That's hard. You need some momentum. Josh Hamilton, old high school coach, is still alive. Yeah. I like it. I just put a machine out there, set it at 65, 70 miles an hour. I like that. I think we solved it. Good job, chat. High five. Good job, everybody. Except Total Dallas. Stupid ass idea. Let's talk about this picture that came out, though. Uh, if you were watching the broadcast. Holy fuck shit. What is that? First of all. First of all. Where do we start? Let's. What do we. 
This looks like a rushing nesting, a Russian nesting doll of baseball announcers. That's what this looks like. Like inside of a Chris Berman is a Jeff Passan, and inside of Jeff Passan is a Tim Kirkshin. And then you're like, you open up, you pull out the Tim Kirkshin, and you're just like, oh my God, look. Just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Like, how the fuck is Chris Berman? Double the size of, of Jeff Passan and four times the size of Tim Kirkshin. What in the fuck is that? And Chris Berman, can we talk about the hair, bro? At some point, Burmy, it's not coming back, 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 back. It's gone. Okay, buddy? Just fucking shave it off, pal. The hair is a no-go, Chris. It's gone. Stop it. This fucking little thing, that's not full. Did anybody, did any one person, did any person see the comb over, look at the screen and go, look at Berman with that full head of hair. Not one person. And Jeff Passick can sit up as tall as he wants. No one looked at him and went, look at that full-grown man. No, no one looked at bourbon and said, nice hair. No one looked at passing and said, there's a man. And I love Tim Kirkshin too much to make fun of him. He's just a doll. He's just a sweetheart. He's a good kid. <laughs> he's like 80, but he's just, a, he looks, just looks like a sweet little man. Just a sweet little man. But this picture, like, what the, what happened? (laughs) Jim on sports that my wife saw pass and said, look at that large child. Yeah. Well, that's, (laughs) you should have seen the memes. Somebody, uh, this was one of the memes. Hold on. I can't. God damn it. (gasps) Does that work? No way. Did that really let me drag that in there? I don't believe. I'm just going to save this. This was one of the memes. This is, this is, this was funny. This was really funny. Save. I hate that. I can't, my software is all jacketed it up and I got to go 18 extra steps for you guys. I like to keep this succinct when I'm doing shit on the fly. (laughs) That's so funny to me. Ah, that is fucking hilarious, you guys. That nailed it, right? Come on. Come on. Y'all know that they nailed it. Look at that. Look at that. If I if I just move this slightly. Huh? What? Come on. What? <laughs> nailed it. That is so great. That is so great. Uh Posh said Berman looks like Danny DeVito. No. He looks like he ate Danny DeVito. I mean, the hair is just the good. That's, it's not even that he's big. Like, Berman's already been, always been big. It's like, whatevs. I mean, he does look like, he looks like a grown, grown man next to Passon and, and Tim Kirkshin. And I don't know why they chose to stair step him like that, but I guess you don't, definitely don't want to put one on each side of Berman because then it just looks like a middle finger or like two balls and a dick. Like he didn't want to be like, Oh, look at that. It's, 
It's a penis. No, it's Berman and Kirkshin and Jeff Passett. Maybe he ate penguin. For, what? I don't know what that means. Overgrown Joe Pesci. It's not bad. Berman does have the Frank Reynolds hair going pretty solid there. Um, You know what? Who it reminded me of, though? Hold on. But, and then, of course, everyone's posting memes of Pete Alonso doing uh, deadlifts before the home run derby. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this movie. Y'all know. Ah, there it goes. There it goes. Y'all know. Y'all know my uh, my memory sucks. But this, this who it reminds me of right there. There's there's old Chris Berman. Can you guys guess what I'm pulling up? Can you guess? Can you guess? Huh? Can you guess? Huh? Huh? Can you? See if anybody can guess who I'm pulling up here. This is what this is what Berman reminded me of. Hold on. Oh shit. Hold on. I should be able to copy and paste that. That's such bullshit. Such bullshit. Oh, that actually worked. Super weird. This is what it reminded me of. You ready? Anybody? Anybody? Alex? Dre? Not weekend at Bernie's. Oh, what's up, Dr. Dre? <sighs> Looks like a horse jockey. Berman is on the juice. Uh, no. Speaking of big, that damned wind horse has no business on TV. Well, that's a whole different thing. This is what we reminded me of. Chris Berman kind of got a little, right? Come on. Come on, you guys see it. Don't tell me I'm the only one. Huh? Huh? Come on, chat. If I if I fix this, if I fix this, if I make this work, then that's a lie. If I make this work, if I if I fix this, huh? Come on, y'all. It's right there. It's right there. You know you see it. You know you see it. Fun fact, Bill Murray actually rolled three strikes in a row filming that scene in Kingpin. No one gives a shit about your fun facts, Potch. Potch is like, "Ah, guys, hold on. Fucking Potch. Hey, everyone stop the orgy. Everyone stop fucking and sucking. Did you guys know in Kingpin? Uh, put your dick away. Bill, I know everyone is, you know, about to nut and come in this huge naked orgy. But did you not? Fucking nerd. What's up, Mr. Mendez? Barry, how we doing? Been busy. Switch jobs and going to school. Hey, look at you. What are you, uh, what are you just trying to be better than all of us? Huh? Uh, look at me. I'm better than everybody. I got a better job and I'm going to school. I'm just fucking with you, man. Good for you, dude. Welcome back to the program. We were just making fun of Potch for being a nerd. It's right there, though. Guys, it was right there the whole time. <sighs> Rudy Russ. Potch was like, did you know Bill Murray? The ball three, three strikes in a row filming that?
<laughs> Rudy, nice job, buddy. <laughs> B. Hannon said, what movie is that from? It's from Kingpin. That is the movie Kingpin. It's a good watch. You should uh, you should give it a go one time. I couldn't remember what it was, but yeah, Kingpin. Give it a go. Uh, good movie. Funny movie. Very funny. Very, not very funny, but funny enough. Uh, all right. I think that's it. I think that's all my home run derby discussions that I wanted to have with you guys for the day. Uh, what's up to everybody left on Podbean? They know it's about to die. Eric Rosin is Titan Hugo. D-Mac popped in for a hot second. Uh, it's like uh, we had truck driver Pussy, Chris Reyes, Titan Hugo, Eric Rosin as D-Mac and John Dory all showed love to the, to the show over on Podbean. Don't forget it's hot outside. Yeah. Potch just can't remember, can't time out the host. Yeah, exactly, Mr. Mendez. Tell him. Yeah, suck it, ho. You can't time me out. Uh, so we'll miss you on Podbean, but then we are doing three hours today. <laughs> Potch said, I'll get him one day. Truck driver Pookie said, damn it, Barry. Sorry, pussy. Sorry about that. Let's talk all-star game for a second. Um. Did you know there is a new tiebreaker format for the All-Star game? Did you know? Fun fact alert from the baby man, Jeff Passan. He said, fun twist in tomorrow's All-Star game, which would be today. If it's still tied after nine innings, which we want this to happen, folks. There'll be a home run derby to determine the winner. The AL participants will be Ty France, Julio Rodriguez, and Kyle Tucker. The NL participants will be Pete Alonso. Ronald Acuna Jr. and Kyle Schwarber. Advantage, National League. But this is how it should be forever and ever and ever in baseball. All right? This is like penalty kicks in soccer. Penalty kicks is the best part about soccer. That's it. Do they call it like, oh, let's have a kickoff. Let's, uh, I don't know what they have. Nice. I like, I, there's nothing better than when you try to, when you correct your own misspelling with the same spelling. Good job, Clarence. Clarence's like, this needs to happen. Uh, damn it, I meant happen. God damn it, I meant happen. <laughs> we know what you meant, Clarence. That's, I, I agree with you, Potch. They need to tie on purpose. I mean, if Schwarber can throw the fucking home run derby for poo-poo holes, yeah, they need to do that. $30 ticket when Tuck gets a home run. $30 tickets when Tuck gets a real... What does that mean? I don't know what that means, CeCe. Welcome back to the program, by the way. We've missed you. <clears throat> um, I like it, though. I, 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 I think it's significant advantage uh, National League. Um, But... But... I don't know. I, I dig this. I, I Obviously, I don't want baseball games settled like this. I, I say that tongue-in-cheek, but I think this is how you do it in an all-star game. Because remember, they would be like, run around second and all that bullshit or just not. No. I like that. Home run derby, that makes it fun. This is how it should always end. CC, I'm thinking about the pub crawl. Oh. Um. Cool. You could have just texted her that, but hey. Use use the use the chat as your personal messenger. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, it's probably is a one o'clock. That's cool. So you get thirty dollar tickets to the Astros game. 
$30 tickets. Now, is that the cheapest? Like, what are the cheapest Astros tickets, by the way? Last time I went to a game, my buddy Jesse bought them. So, and it was the Yankees. It was the game that was supposed to be Verlander Cole. He said tickets were crazy. Like, we sat in the nosebleeds, and they were over 100 It was redonkulous. I think he said it was like seven, 800 bucks to sit dugout. That's stupid. Oh, so 20 to 25. So then why, what's the big, uh, I don't know what that means. What's the big deal for $30 tickets? You're not lowering the price. So why do it? Um, I think that's all the baseball had. Oh, did you guys see this story real quick? Um, the uh, Oakland Athletics were trying to get Paul Blackburn to the All-Star game. Did you see this? Did you see this? And he was going to have to fly commercial. And the Astros were like, nah, fam, we got you. And they let him fly uh, on their private jet to the All-Star game. Pretty cool. Now, would I have done that? Hell no. I'll tell you what, I, I may have, although, although, let's all let's all pause for a second, giving kudos to the Astros about being great corporate citizens and all that bullshit. Let's not forget that when bitch-ass Mike Fires snitched on the Astros, he was an Oakland athletic at the time. That's some hoe shit. And I'll never forget him in that green and gold acting like a hoe-ass hoe. And now you're going to help that franchise that coveted and and protected that hoe-ass hoe. I mean, look, the only, the only time I could think no, absolutely not, is if it would have been a Texas Ranger. And now before you get all upset, Total Dallas, and are like, well, we're in Texas. We got to stick together. Yeah, no shit. Like in Hurricane Harvey times when the Astros wanted to play and the Rangers were like, go fuck yourselves. And the Astros had to go and play in Milwaukee or wherever the fuck it was. I don't remember when it was. You remember, remember? Remember when the Rangers didn't want to be good corporate citizens? I wish I would have hoped to God Corey Seager was like, hey, can I get a ride to the All-Star game? Fucking walk, asshole. Walk. Hell no. I hope you got a hitchhike to that bitch. That was not different. What are you, what are you talking about? Different. That was not different. That this city and that team. That's when they needed help the most. Fuck getting to an all-star game. You could have flown coach on spirit or whatever. Tampa, thank you, Dre. <laughs> the sun was in our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. We all remember Donna. I remember. Everybody remembers. Fuck the Texas Rangers till I die. For that. I swear to God, I hope Corey Seager has to fucking hitchhike or ride a donkey to L.A. Well, he's already there. But I'm telling you, that's something the Astros fans and this, this community is never, ever going to forget. You better pray to baseball Jesus 
There's some crazy shit don't go down, in, and the Arlington Rangers need a fucking place to play, and they look south and go, hey, could we? Nope! Sorry, we're closed! Better look elsewhere, bitch ho. And fuck Joel Osteen too. Yeah, it's 100%. Pepperidge Farm remembers. What? 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 Heck yeah! I don't know what that means. Hey, Kyle, thank you for the sub, buddy. Look at Kyle King coming in. Everybody put your mask on. Kyle, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for being here, buddy. What's up, man? How you feeling? You good? Oh, shit, man. You guys are goddamn. What's up, Kyle? You okay? You good? You good, buddy? You good? <laughs> Thank you for the sub, homie. Mucho appreciated. I'm going long today. Going uh, three hours back to back. Yeah. Like my sex life. <laughs> okay. Three minutes. Kyle said, I feel like shit. Thanks for asking. Ah, dude, I, I hate it for you, man. I hate it for you. That sucks. Uh, oh, he's infected. Yeah, you guys, if you don't follow him on Twitter, first of all, follow him uh, here. Most of you do, though. I think most of the deckheads are also uh, Kingsmen, I think. And, and Tooth Troops. Um, but if you don't, yeah, go follow Kyle King. Twitch.tv forward slash the Kyle King show. It's a great follow. 45 South is shut down for any Dallas-Fort Worth teams needing help from Houston. Fact, 100% fact, they can all go fuck themselves. Um, yeah, Kyle got the Rona. So, and he's talked about it publicly. I'm not, I'm not violating any, you know, um, it's called HIPAA laws. He's tweeting about it. So, but it does suck. I feel bad for him. Uh, COVID ain't no joke. Yeah, apparently this new strand, this this BA Baracus strand. Nora, my wife. Uh, Nora said that probably most everybody's gonna get it. Vaccinated, not vaccinated, careful, not careful, mask, no mask. Pretty much everybody's gonna get this strand because it's super. Uh, it's highly contagious. And um, it's easy to get, and it's uh, it's a mofo. So uh, there you go. Your tan is slowly decimating as the third hour comes in. I just got to stop reading Flip's comments. They just they get they get dumber the longer the show goes. They get dumber. I mean, who gives a fuck about my tan, you weirdo? So weird, Flip. So weird. Uh, your time is coming, Laminate. Oh, I know. I know. I've managed to avoid getting Rona for damn near two years or whenever. Now, I will say I thought I had it December, January of December 2018, January, February 2019. Pretty sure I had it. If you guys remember back when I was uh, on the radio, for those of you that listened, there was a long time where I had a cough and I couldn't stop coughing. Just constant coffee, Rodrigue, cough, seven cough. One, three. What the fuck just happened? 
Y'all behead and just fucking used his points to redeem the timeout. <laughs> Flip. B. Hannon has chosen to timeout flip. That is fucking hilarious. I got this. I got this. See <laughs> Mendes and Potch, where you at? No, no, no. I got this. I can handle this. B. Hannon used 25,000 channel points. He's like, fuck this tan idiot. It's so funny. All right. Well, hey, a deal's a deal. So flip. I got to time you out for a, a second, homie. Let's see here. Uh, no, let's see. Can I, how do you change the timeout? Timeout 10 minutes. Nope. Oh, never mind. He just got got. CC got his ass. No, it's okay, CC. CC got his ass. But I didn't want to do it for 600 minutes. That's a little long. But you know what? 10 minutes, that's about how long I spent in the tanning booth. That long. Ew, that was weird. Look at my underarm. It's gross. Uh, that's hilarious, though. Is that the first time we've had somebody use their channel points for a timeout? I believe it is. <laughs> Dumont said, rest in peace, Flip. <laughs> you guys remember Flip? In the arms of the angel. <laughs> Flip. Uh, Steven said, someone isn't going to be a VIP. Huh? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. That's so funny. Uh, second time it's been used. Oh, okay. Second or third PP Dove said. Okay. Okay. I was timed out for three days. Well, sometimes, sometimes it just works out for the best, D-Mother. <laughs> just works out for the best. It's just so funny that that's when it got used. Too funny. All right. So that was the, uh, that was, I think that's all of the, oh. Rest in peace to the pod beat. It's down. If you, if you was trying to listen over there, no mas. All-star game, Astros, home run derby. We've got the Panthers helmets out of the way. Let's talk to Sean Watson for a second. And and I had slides and all that shit. Eh, here's the deal. The Texans settled up with all 30 women that have a suit against Deshaun Watson because they were also going to file a suit against the Texans and it was going to get ugly. Which, by the way, and we talked about that. But there goes the theory of, oh, Tony Busby's in cahoots with the McNairs. Well, obviously not. Obviously not. Unless you want to go like deep space conspiracy theory and say that, well, they were in cahoots and then the McNairs reneged on a deal that they had with Tony Busby. And, and because they reneged, he was like, oh, okay, well, then I'll just get these women to sue you too. So, I mean, like, if you if you really want to get conspiracy theory crazy, maybe run with that. Fact of the matter is, I think people jumped the gun trying to assume that Tony Busby was working with the McNairs. Also, uh, the Texans just said, you know what? We're not dragging this out. Fuck it. You know what? Um, you know, for our part and what we did, we're going to settle. And uh, we want to move forward. And I think that was probably the smart thing to do because nobody is making as big of a deal out of it as they are the Deshaun Watson thing because he fought tooth and nail. <laughs> now, the second part about this is news broke today before the show went on air at 2 o'clock. All right, 2.05, bitches. That most, the consensus is, is it looks like 
Deshaun's going to get somewhere between two and eight games. Now, he had threatened to sue the NFL if he was suspended for a whole year, which is crazy to me. But Dov Kleeman, I don't know, uh, said that QB Deshaun Watson has already made the decision to sue the NFL in federal court if he suspended a full season with the help of the NFL Players Association, according to Yahoo. And I can't take credit for this, but let me tell you something. Somebody brought it up that Deshaun Watson is going to get two to eight games. That's what they're thinking. I said 10. I still think that might be the case. But two to eight games is what the consensus is. Could be. Somewhere in that range. All right. My watch is telling me I need to walk. Yeah, no shit, motherfucker. I need a, a lot of walks. Somebody brought this up on Twitter, and it wasn't me, but... um, Calvin Ridley got suspended indefinitely for betting $1,500 over several weeks or months or whatever on NFL games. Not his own, just gambling on football. $1,500. Calvin Ridley, still not able to come back. 30 women, 30 women, 30 women. 30 women have accused Deshaun Watson of sexual impropriety. Sexual misconduct. 30. And the NFL could give him as little as two games. And and never mind the fact that he is now threatened to sue them. Here's the thing. I don't think if, if I think if he does sue, I don't think he wins. Because I think the NFL has a conduct policy and I think that they have the right to say, mm, sorry, fam. I also think it's just a terrible, terrible look on his part. At some point, at some point, somebody in Watson's camp has to say, look, I know you don't believe you did anything wrong. And maybe you didn't. But here's where we stand. The rest of the world has already convicted you because of the sheer number of women that have come forward. Shut the fuck up. Settle. Take your punishment and move on. Because the sooner you do that, the sooner this will all go away. And sadly, folks, that's the reality of it. It all went away in the Kobe case. It all went away in the Ben Roethlisberger case. It will all go away in this case as well. And he will do community service things and he will do whatever. This too shall pass, Deshaun. Unfortunately for these women, this will all be forgotten about, especially five years down the road when he's winning. 
But the fact is, the more that he fights this, the more that he tries to prove that he did nothing wrong, whether he did or didn't, is immaterial at this point. From a PR perspective, purely from a PR perspective. Please don't take that as any other way other than I'm speaking from a PR perspective. At this point, somebody with a rational thought needs to get into Sean's ear and say, bro, just let's just move forward. If it's 16, it's 16. If it's 17, it's 17. If it's eight, it's eight. If it's two, it's two. Whatever it is, just take it. Let's get through it. You're only going to lose a million dollars. We saw this coming. That's why we restructured the deal this way, man. But if I'm his PR guy, that's what I'm telling him. If I'm his conscience, I'm telling him, you fucked up, bro. You're a terrible person. You deserve a lot more than eight games. And I'm sorry. And there will be people that will see this video later and in the YouTube comments, leave something according to the following or maybe in the chat here or maybe on Twitter if I post this as a clip. And you know what they're going to say? Well, he was never convicted. There was never any criminal charges. And number one, Um, I'm still and will always be team believe women. Number two, the reason I say that in this particular case, even though a grand jury no build him, which is not an admission of guilt or innocence. It's the fact it's the lack of evidence. Let's, let's be real clear of that too, by the way, there was no criminal charges pressed by a district attorney. Not because he was innocent necessarily. It's because the grand jury felt like there wasn't enough physical or concrete evidence. But a lack of evidence is not a, 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 a guilt or innocence decision. Sometimes you're just lucky. Sometimes you just get away with shit. But for me, what I can't get past, whether you want to look at the grand jury decision and 30... Women, 30, not, not three, not 10, not 20, 30 women. And I said this when it happened, if just one of them is telling the truth, he should be out for a year. Just one of them. You're going to tell me all 30 women are lying and in cahoots. Come on. You're not going to convince me of that. And Pacha has a great point. Yeah. Look at OJ. Innocent. Come on. You can't be team OJ did it. But then look at the Deshaun Watson case and be like, oh, well, I mean, the jury no build him. So it's got to be. That's what it is. And wow, Dre, I never thought of it that way. But if he got if he did this one time, right? Think about that for a second. That's a great point. Let's say that one woman came forward and accused Deshaun Watson of sexual impropriety. I don't think he gets six games for that because I think the NFL has proven that they don't give a shit about women as much as they care about their reputation, which is stupid. Because if you go back and you look at the Calvin Ridley case, which I did, let me read you something. Let me, let me read you this 
while you keep in mind that the NFL is considering two to eight games for a player who has had 30 women, 30 women come forward and say that he was sexually inappropriate with them behind closed doors. I tell you that as I read you this quote, there is nothing more fundamental to the NFL's success and to the reputation of everyone associated with our league than making sure our players don't do inappropriate sexual shit. Nope, that's not the quote, folks. The quote is, there's nothing more fundamental to the NFL success and to the reputation of everyone associated with our league than upholding the integrity of the game. This is the responsibility of every player, coach, owner, game official, and anyone who was employed by the league. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threatened to damage public confidence in professional football, and potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. Now, you might think that this was talking about Deshaun Watson being a sexual weirdo with 30 different women. No. No, they're talking about Calvin Ridley betting 1500 bucks on a few games. That's their priority. Protect the shield. Don't give a fuck about people. They damn sure don't give a fuck about women. They've proven that. They didn't want to get, go after Ray Rice until they saw the video and had no choice. Don't forget that either. You remember, remember? Remember when the NFL was like, oh, Ray Rice. Yeah, he hit his girl. That's terrible, right? <laughs> what did he get? What was his initial? What was Ray Rice's initial? Ray Rice initial suspension. Uh, two games. Ray Rice of the Ravens was suspended two games. Let's see. Was that right? Video surface of Rice dragging Palmer from an elevator. Um, well, that's just the timeline. I want to know the suspensions, but he was originally, I think given two games. Yeah. Here's July 24, 2014. Ray Rice is suspended for the first two games of the season for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy following his off season arrest for domestic violence. Two games. No one in the NFL saw that video. Nobody, nobody come on. But then it goes public. Blackball. Mm. 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 Um, it's made a good point. Let's see. <laughs> Flips it. I tell you what, guessing when 1200 seconds is up is harder than I thought. First of all, it was 600, not 1200. Um, it says the thing with rice was the girl stayed with him and minimized the, the incident, but you could say that flip. You could say the same thing about the women settling. Oh, well, the thing with Deshaun is these women settled and minimized the incident because they settled. No. Terrence had hitting his wife cost him his career, but it didn't initially though. Terrence initially it cost him two game checks and then the video went public and that's when it cost him his career, but not before. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now. If at one of these places where this occurred between Deshaun Watson and one of his masseuses, 
I guess our massage therapists, if there was video and it surfaces and it shows him being a sexual deviant, ball game. Game over. Problem is, there's probably not any video of it anywhere. But if there was, and if it surfaced, promise you, done. 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 Uh, Walt said those two things are nowhere close to the same. What Watson has done doesn't affect the integrity of the game on the field. Uh, doesn't In my mind, it doesn't matter about the integrity on or off the field. Um, I mean, you're talking about the integrity of the sport, the integrity of the league. On field, off field? Are you telling me, Walt? I mean, are you are you saying that the integrity of the game on the field as it pertains to one player betting, not on his own team or his own games, but just betting in general, is is more important than a sexual deviant doing sexually deviant things to 30 different women? I, I can't roll with you on that. I can't roll with you on that at all. There's just no way you're going to convince me that what Calvin really did was worse than what Deshaun Watson is being accused of. There's just no way. There's no way. Later, Mark. Love you, buddy. Mark said they they did go after Zeke with no evidence. Yeah. Uh, Walt is saying that's the NFL's calculus. Oh. Oh. Look, I picked a little bobo and it bled. Gross. Looks like that guy's eye at the Pizza Hut. NFL players are looked up to by children, so if they are allowed to get away with this kind of thing, um, then they think it's okay. I mean, I I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I don't know that they think it's okay. I think they think they can get away with it possibly. But I think anybody that was raised halfway decent by a parent knows that it's not okay to be a creepy guy and ask women to touch your butthole during a massage. But the message that it sends is, uh, guess you can get away with it. Just make sure there's no cameras around. You're good. Be a deviant and a creep. Walt says sexual assault won't make you question if a player is point shaving. We're talking about two different types of integrity, though, Walt. I don't give a fuck in, in the grand scheme of things. You're, you're, you're talking about rare instances. I don't give a fuck about Calvin Ridley betting on the, uh, on the games. As much as I care about Deshaun Watson being a fucking deviant borderline, you know, sexual assault. I mean, in some cases it was, but in some cases it was just, you know, deviancy or I don't know. But to me, these are not the same and and they shouldn't be looked at or treated the same. So if you're going to give Calvin Ridley an indefinite suspension, I think you should, you have to at the very least do the same for Deshaun Watson. What kind of message are you sending if he gets two games and Ridley's done forever? Seriously. 
If Deshaun Watson gets two games, the NFL has basically said, we don't give a fuck about women in general. Those 30 or the rest of you. And I think, in my opinion, the only one that looks worse than the NFL and Deshaun Watson is the NFL Players Association for vehemently defending this guy. If I'm the Players Association, I say, hey, enough. Enough. Whatever you get, you get. Make this go away. Make this stop. It's not doing anything but hurting everybody. Total Dallas said the NFL is protecting betting more than the desire, more than desiring to be moral police. What? What? There's nothing to do with nobody wants the NFL to be moral police. Nobody, nobody wants the NFL to police morality. But I think what most rational human beings want is for them to punish sexual deviants, rapists, and abusers that are in their midst, that play in their league. Let me ask you something, Total Dallas. How do you think it would go if a police officer was found to have done these 30 things? You think he's going to get two days off of work miss or two weeks, maybe a month, miss a couple checks and come back? What do you think a politician fades 30 people coming forward? How do you think a fucking accountant who is in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a business setting and it goes public and somebody finds out? You want that accountant sitting in the accountant bullpen with women and men? They've been accused of sexual deviancy with 30 women? Nowhere else, nowhere else could this happen to anybody and they maybe get two games or two paychecks, and then they're back to work like nothing fucking happened? What? Fucking what? No one expects them to be moral police. Excuse me. They expect them to do the fucking right thing. Do the right thing. And this whole threat of you're gonna we're going to sue in federal... Let's go, bitch. Pack your shit. We'll see you in court. We'll see you in court. And flip, that's my whole point, fam. That's the whole point. This isn't about, oh, it's one lady that came forward. It's his word against blah, blah, blah. 30 women. Because I'll admit, when it was like the first one and then two and then three, I was like, oh. And then you started hearing about 12. And then it was 18 and fucking 20. Now it's, and I was like, okay. I'm always believe women. Don't get me wrong. It could have been one. It could have been 100. I would have believed the one. I would have believed the one. 30 though? 30. <sighs> B. Hannah said, yeah, you won't get a job after a background check. That's the that's the thing, man. Financial settlements don't hit like criminal charges. I, but I, again, I'm going to ask you. You've got a cop on your force who has been accused by 30 women of sexual misconduct, you think that cop is keeping his job even though no criminal charges were ever filed or pressed? He settles out of court with 30 women? And then when punishment is, is being said, hey, we're going to suspend you for a year 
off the force. And he goes, I'll take you to court. How about this? Get the fuck out. Just crazy. Um, Walt said, if there's no criminal evidence, it stops there. If it's a regular guy, I disagree, Walt. I disagree. Again, I ask you, let's just assume you work as a, I don't do it. Do we want to go teacher route? I mean, I used accounting because it's just, you're in a bullpen with 40 accountants and it is public knowledge that fucking Deshaun, the accountant was just accused and just settled with 30 women for sexual misconduct. You think that guy's keeping his job? It's a right to work state. Guy's not keeping his job. Guarantee you. It's not. Can you imagine the filth he was doing to them Clemson undergrads? I'm not even going to assume that. How many people have been wrongly convicted for crimes, assaults, and anything? It happens to regular people too. Yeah. You're probably right, Total Dallas. The police union would back him. And I would think the same. I would think they were a piece of shit, just like I think the NFL Players Association is a piece of shit for saying, we will fight with you, with you until the end. Really? That's the message we're sending, NFL and NFL Players Association. That's the message. It's pretty fucking disgusting. In my opinion, in this humble, dumbass, deckhead's opinion, it's pretty gross. Pretty gross. And we can we can make all of the uh, this, that's, and the others. At the end of the day, we're talking about 30 women, 30 lives. And it's a he said, she said. It's the it's the quarterback, superstar, millionaire. And 30 women. I don't know. Oh, Walt said what they should have done was send in an undercover. Now, that's a good idea, Walt. That's a good idea. Uh, Dr. Dre said, uh, doesn't the NFL have a morality clause? Yeah, they do. All of these, like a lot of these places have morality clauses. I mean, not every place you work has a morality clause, but yeah, they do. So. I don't know. It's just disgusting, man. I just, I, and at the end of the day, we'll sit here and what we'll do is we'll do exactly what we've done for the last 20 minutes. We'll talk about him and we'll talk about the players association and we'll bring up past incidents and we'll talk about the NFL and we'll talk about money and we'll talk about everything. And you know what doesn't get talked about or, or doesn't get any help? Women. That's just, they're just statistics. And to me, that's the saddest part. Just at this point, they're statistics, they're numbers. They're, 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 these women are two numbers. Collectively, they're the number 30. And individually, they're a settlement number. Yeah. It's fucked up. 
pretty sad. By the way, on another somber note, uh, I had mentioned it at the beginning of the show, and just sitting here, it dawned on me. Um, what the hell? Earlier, we talked about UCLA offensive lineman Thomas Cole retiring after a suicide attempt. And I know, I know, I don't want to end on a somber note, but y'all know how we do on this show. Sometimes we have fun and act crazy and talk about one-eyed Pizza Hut deli- uh, counter workers and... Sometimes we have serious adult discussions where we agree and disagree, but it's all, it's all good. We're, it's, this is why I love this show is because we can have rational adult conversations between you and I in the chat and not everybody's going to agree with me and I wouldn't want you to, but I did want to mention something that I forgot to do earlier when this was discussed. Uh, but Thomas Cole retired from football um, after a suicide attempt and he talked about Ah, where's the Thomas Cole? Uh, I want to read you the quote. He said, I haven't been present. This is because at the start of 2022, I made an attempt to take my own life. At first, I was regretful that I survived my attempt. But thankfully, due to the people at the UCLA hospital, Paradigm Residential Treatment, and my therapist, Meg, I have come to much to a much brighter outlook for my own future. After many months of thorough consideration, I have come to the conclusion that football is not conducive for my mental health. And there is more to my life than the game of football. Cole explained his decision doesn't negate the impact of his teammates. and I, I'll miss competing. Uh, but he says, this is what he put. He said, for all of those who may be struggling, you are not alone and you are loved. It is okay to ask for help. Thank you to my family for being so loving during this process and learning to live again. Thomas Cole. I bring it up because I also wanted to bring up the fact that I think this is really important. Um, And maybe not for you and maybe not for me, but knowing it, the suicide, uh, the suicide hotline, the suicide prevention hotline number has changed recently. Total Dallas beat me to it. It used to be a longer number. I don't even remember what it was. Uh, let's see. Old suicide hotline number. Uh, the old number was... Somebody actually did a whole song, right? Like there was a... Uh, what's his name? That dude that I thought was white. This is on Fox News. What was the old number? Does anybody remember the old number? Hotline. Shut up. Uh, I don't remember the old number. Yeah, it was an 800 number. Uh, Nonetheless, the new number is 988. And I think it's important that we all know it, whether you need it or will need it one day, or you know somebody that'll need it one day. And I think it's just good that we all have that number. And whoever's idea was to shorten that number to 988 was a genius. And good for them, and I'm glad they did it. It's very good. Uh, Thank you, Jim. Jim said, great show, Barry. I got to take care of the dogs and get some things set up before I do my thing. Have a good one, bud. Later, deckheads. Hey, later, Jim. Have a great stream, my friend. Uh, I would encourage some of the deckheads to go check it out. If you uh, want to continue the fun, head on over to Jim on Sports' stream and uh, hang out. 
Uh, what to say? DJ D baby rip. Um, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Logic was the one that had the song. 1-800-233-TALK. There you go. Logic was the one. I thought Logic was white. Apparently not. He's mixed. That's my bad for the assumption, Logic. All right, I think that does it, folks. That's low. It's very low, right? Although, usually when the song would kick in, you can't hear me. I don't really ever watch or listen to the intro. Has it become a problem where you can't understand what the hell I'm saying over the music? I don't know. Hey, thank you to the Kyle King and Jim on Sports for the resubs. Thank you for all the cheers, Shelby, Allen, everybody on your screen there. Mucho appreciated. Uh, oh, is this a good volume? Cool. Thank you, Podge. Do a good job. You do a great job. Oh, Walt, you knew her? Y'all, Walt knows everything. This is so cool. Walt's a goddamn sweat. Joel, thank you, buddy. Donna, I love you. See y'all tomorrow. Uh, says Uriel Bill with a wave great show. Uh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Um, all right. Let's do it again tomorrow. I got more vacation stories. What? Yeah, I made, I'm telling y'all, I made notes like crazy. I made a whole bunch. What in the all fire fuck? I can't get into my own phone. You raggedy bitch. I mean, I still have stories left from the trip. Uh, we'll get to those. I promise. And we'll talk more sports. We got the all-star game tonight. Enjoy that. Uh, there's still some other shit I didn't get to on my list that we can discuss tomorrow. And of course, we'll just hang out and have fun. I don't know. Maybe we'll do another three-hour show. But we'll start at 2 o'clock. All right, 2 o'clock. See you all tomorrow. Love you guys. Be safe. Kind. And most important. See if we got a raid. Uh, solid. No, maybe we're not reading it. Sometimes don't speak. What? Oh. Thanks to all. Yeah. Yeah. I, thank you, Drake, for saying that. I totally agree. Some folks just don't talk. They just watch and listen. And that's cool, too. Who do we want to raid that's maybe talking sports? Oh. Oh. oh, oh what is this? Uh, fuck it. Bye. I love you. And he's making a YouTube video.